0: Springfield's Classic Rock, it's 535. And Van Halen. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. Yeah, I know you guys are excited. It's
1: national Little Red Wagon Day. Well, you can't ride in my little red
2: wagon. It's a real red wagon. The front seat's broken in the axles, dragging.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, you've got you got some problems with the
0: right vehicle. About that. Yes. Hey, uh, not for nothing, Uh, I may have been involved in a Karen situation yesterday, and it's ugly. Wait a minute, were you the Karen? I was not. I would imagine you would be. I was not the Karen. Because you seem like an agitator, sir. Me? Yeah, you. What are you talking about? I'm as easy to get along with as anybody you know. Remember that time you wanted to fight me drunk down at the Hall of Fame? Yeah, but that was different. You had it coming. You had... You had done something seriously wrong. I slept with that mayor over there oh, in that town,
2: and you were all mad at Pazos, and you punched me in the face. Wow. I don't think that was a Sorry zone. I missed all that. Sometimes sometimes things meld together in my yeah. head, and well, I think I'm
0: on a different place. I though. thought you were the good guys on this show. You are, don't, uh, don't you uh, worry about a thing. We're not that good. Uh, so we'll <laughs> talk about that and a bunch of other stuff coming up this morning, too. It's 536. We're back, Stephen, Dave, in Rock 102. Everyone has a problem. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 552 and the police on Rock 102. Highs of about 50 today, clouds and sun. Tomorrow, rain, low 60s. Uh, let's see. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by AquaPump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house.
3: Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood trash. Well, that was a little loud. Well, little surprise.
0: Well, I was, uh, concentrating on other things.
2: Uh, by now, just about everyone's had their say about the Will Smith Chris Rock situation at the Oscars. Even Will's mom, in an interview that aired yesterday, Carolyn Smith said she was surprised to see what her son did. She added, quote, You moving with your auntie and uncle and belly? No, she didn't. Oh, I see she what you're doing say. there. Yeah. yeah, you're doing a call back to the Fresh Prince. She uh, she added, quote, he's a very even people person. That's the first time I've ever seen him going off. Uh, first time in his lifetime. I've never seen him do that. Carolyn says she's spoken to Will since it happened, and she told him to get some rest and take a vacation. But she's not letting it keeping her from uh, basking in Will's Oscar glory. She says, I'm proud of him being him, even though he ruined the night for everybody
1: else. Oh, well, at least she admitted it.
0: There's somebody uh, mentioned it yesterday. This guy in one night won an Oscar and ruined his career all in one day. I don't think he ruined his career, but he's a it's a crap stain
2: on his career. A giant crap stain. Yeah, a big
1: did, one. Did he ruin his career any more than, say, Mel Gibson ruined his career or dozens of other stupid
0: Yeah, but I don't, stupid I don't know, I don't know if Mel in? was up for an Oscar that night. Yeah. Mm. I think he
2: was up for a breathalyzer. Yeah, He was up for a DUI, but he wasn't up for a... Uh, Will Smith has been called out a million times for slapping Chris at the Oscars, but more people uh, should be calling out Hollywood Elite for celebrating Will just moments later when he won Best Actor. That's what Jim Carrey did yesterday in an interview with Gail King. He said, quote, I was sickened by the standing ovation. Hollywood is just spineless in mass, and it really felt like this is a really clear indication that we are not the cool club anymore. He also called the slap itself a selfish moment, saying it cast a shadow over everyone's night, especially the winners who worked hard for their shining moment. He said that Will should have been escorted out of the ceremony and Chris should sue him for $200 million because, quote, that video is going to be there forever. It's going to be ubiquitous. Ubiquitous or ubiquitous? You. 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 That insult is going to last a very long time. He's right. The video's everywhere, so, you know... If you type in Will Smith on YouTube, the only thing that comes up is mm-hmm.
0: all of that stuff. And like we predicted, this is helping uh, Chris Rock out exponentially. Oh, tickets, yeah. tickets for those shows that we talked about, like at the Wilbur Theater and stuff. That's a hot ticket starting tonight. Starting tonight, and the uh, the price on those available tickets mm-hmm. jacked way high. Well, uh, you know,
2: sometimes. One man's uh, insane actions can help another's career get boosted far into the future. I don't know any other
0: uh, examples of that, but I'm sure we could talk that through. I don't know what you're talking about.
2: Uh, Ezra Miller from The Flash was arrested Sunday night at a karaoke bar in Hawaii. He was charged with disorderly conduct and harassment and was later released on $500 bail. Could not run the cops? I guess not. Uh... Ezra allegedly yelled obscenities and became annoyed when people started singing. Okay, why are you in a karaoke bar? <laughs> Isn't that kind of the purpose of going there? He took the microphone away from a 23-year-old woman. The bar owner said that he asked him to calm down several times, and Ezra uh, clearly didn't listen because he also lunged at a 32-year-old man who was playing darts. That's takes some balls. No kidding. You got a guy with some plastic-tipped darts. <laughs> you're gonna Poke be- your eye out. You could poke your eye out. I don't think he realizes the uh, audacity of the situation.
1: By the way, there's a great dart scene in um, Ted Lasso. Yes. I know you've seen it, yes, see, yeah. yeah, I saw and the You whole saw thing? it too? Yeah, that yeah. is a bar.
0: Great. Oh, yeah. Uh, I like the dart scene in, uh, in uh, Young Frankenstein instead.
2: <laughs>
0: nice grouping. Uh,
2: Ryan Reynolds is now the first actor to have three movies on the all-time most popular English-language Netflix movie list. Anyone surprised? Is this like the new stats now? Like, well, this movie made uh, X amount of dollars. It's the first time since the last time a documentary about a comedy movie drama came out.
0: I think uh, they're in such dire straits in the movie industry that they'll they'll
2: grab onto any statistic that makes them look good. His latest movie, The Atom Project, just entered the list at number seven. His 2019 movie, Six Underground, is at number nine. And, of course, Red Notice... With The Rock and Gail Godot remains at number one. Uh, I could go through the whole top time top ten list, but do you really want me to? Nah, you don't nah, have to. I don't have to. Have to. Uh, an It prequel series is in development at HBO Max called Welcome to Derry. It will take place from the sixties to nineteen eighty nine when it chapter one takes off and will include the origin story of Pennywise the Dancing Clown. I'm really getting tired of these, uh, back in time, uh... Oh, let's see what happened before. You know, they tried to do it with The Sopranos, and that really didn't work out that well.
0: But they did it with uh, Batman, and that was actually pretty cool. Yeah. You know what I'm sick of? Zombies. When is that going to run its course? I have never really understood that craze.
2: Yeah. It's really just preparing us for the zombie apocalypse. The CDC had come out telling yeah. you how how to survive a zombie apocalypse and i think they know something more than we do you know i tried
0: to give the walking dead a fair shake i think i it lasted like an episode and a half And i said same here this is uh this is
2: stupid same here i uh i didn't give it any chance I don't like zombie movies I, I, or shows or anything.
0: I just wanted to give it a chance because, you know, it was all the rage. Kind of like uh, Game of Thrones. It lasted a, lasted a season and a half. Same and I'm, with I'm pretty me. good with that. I'm all good. Hey,
1: we, we need to write this down. There's a 5.57 a.m. on March 30th. We all You agree- mean 9.38. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. With the replay. Uh, we all agreed on something. Oh, hey, we did. Holy Christmas. Isn't that well. crazy? Sometimes it happens from time to time.
2: Uh, This isn't exactly a surprise. The Foo Fighters have canceled their upcoming shows following the death of their drummer, Taylor Hawkins. Oh, man. You mean the whole tour? The whole damn thing. They issued a statement saying, quote, It is with great sadness that Foo Fighters confirm the cancellation of all upcoming tour dates in light of the staggering loss of our brother, Taylor Hawkins. Uh, we're sorry for uh, we're sorry for and share in the disappointment that we won't be seeing one another as planned. Instead, let's take this time together to grieve, to heal, to pull our loved ones close, and appreciate all of the music and memories we've made together. Yeah, no one's, no one's real surprised by this. In addition to their upcoming shows, they were also scheduled to perform at the Grammys this Sunday night. Nope. Not anymore. No, there's an opening. Uh, well, that's going to be one of those in memoriam things, mm-hmm. I bet. Probably. I mean, yeah. it, it makes
0: it makes perfect sense. Sure. Uh,
2: did they do the In Memoriam at the Oscars? Uh,
0: I think they did, did and I think... Uh, did they oh, add- yeah, because uh, apparently Bob Saget was not included in it. Yes, and they were oh. very upset about that. You know, he won a, an Oscar
1: for producing uh, and making a film when he was in high school. He won an Oscar. In high school? In high school for a film that he made. I had no idea. Whatever category that was. He's like
2: the Tatum O'Neill of his high school. I'm just surprised they didn't add Will Smith's career at the end of it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Oh, yeah.
3: And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store.
0: Hey! good morning sports fans how the heck are you folks I don't want anyone to take this the wrong way but there is a chance that the fans of the New England Patriots like many of you are spoiled rotten I'm not saying you're bad people those are the kinds of folks that are usually fans of the Dallas Cowboys or the Jets I'm saying that the Patriots fans have developed an unhealthy expectation of greatness that quite frankly just isn't sustainable at some point They're not going to be that good. And it ain't just you. Robert Kraft has also been swept up in these expectations after 19 consecutive winning seasons, 16 consecutive conference championships, 11 Super Bowl appearances, and 6 championships. How bad is it? Yesterday at the NFL owners meeting, Robert Kraft expressed his alleged frustration with the team that in the past three seasons, the Patriots haven't won a single playoff game. According to Mr. Kraft, quote, I'm a Patriots fan, big time. More than anything, it bothers me we haven't been able to win a playoff game in the last three years. He then went on to say, after my family, there's nothing more important to me than the New England Patriots in winning football games. Of course, he said a lot of other stuff too, but I think we get the man's drift. And while I can understand how Patriots fans share that frustration, I would like to point out that after six Super Bowl championships, some of you are starting to lose your perspective on things. For example, have you forgotten 1987 through 1993 when the Patriots didn't win a single playoff game because for seven seasons they weren't good enough to go to the playoffs or do you remember 1964 through 1975 when the Patriots missed the playoffs 12 seasons in a row because i certainly do that's worse than the new york jets who currently have the longest active postseason drought in the nfl with 11 straight seasons without a postseason appearance in fact there are 18 teams in the NFL who are worse off than the New England Patriots. So no disrespect to Mr. Kraft, but let's keep our pants on over here. Where our frustrations seem to be taking us, because as bad as they seem, they're really not as bad as they seem. But hey, this is Yappin Sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. The New York Times tested a bunch of gas grills, and guess what? The Weber Genesis Grill was the best they tested. Well, you know what? Weber Genesis Grill's been on sale all month at Rockies. You can get a good deal now and get ready for grilling the summer with your brand new Weber from Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back, so that's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Springfield's Classic Rock, it's 612 in the cars on Rock 102. And if you got something to do outside, do it today. Highs
1: of about 50 with the clouds and sun, but tomorrow it's going to rain, and we're going to have highs in the low 60s.
0: You guys know me, right? I mean, we've met, we've spent some time together, right? Uh, I don't know. What's your name? Ah, uh, thank you, Steve, for that to boost the confidence. Um, <laughs> I know you, Bax. You know me. I'm not really the kind of guy that likes to, you know, fire people up. Yeah, you know, I'm not a guy who's really into confrontation. Mm-hmm. I don't like to confront anybody. I mind my own business. I do my own thing. I don't bother anybody purposely. If I bother somebody, it's totally by accident. I was going to say there's been many
2: instances over the last 18 years or so that uh, you have provoked. Maybe not intentionally, but you've provoked. What? Uh-huh. Me? Yeah, you.
0: No. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, I, don't, uh, I don't agree with that statement, but I'm not going <laughs> to cause a fist fight because like I said, I'm not into confrontation. Right. Yesterday, I'm at the parking lot on Allen and Cooley. You know where the stop and shop is? Yeah, the yeah. Stop and Shop Plaza over there. Yeah, we had that uh, Chinese lunch there, the Chinese food lunch. No, shop. no, 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 across the street.
2: Oh, the Stop and Shop. The Stop and I gotcha, Shop. okay.
0: Not, not the big Y. I was at the Stop and Shop. I wasn't even going to the... I was there for a, a number of reasons that aren't really important. Anyway, I park my car, okay? And I go in, I do my business, I come back to my car. And how many gas points do you have at Stop and Shop? I probably, oh, not 30 cents ma- off a gallon? Not that many. Yeah. My, I don't think my card is valid anymore. Oh, anyway, okay. uh, my point is this. Uh, I'm in the lot C and I'm I got my car parked and as I come back to the car there's another uh, uh like a minivan to the left of my car on the on the driver's side uh-huh. there's also another car in front of my car facing me there's somebody sitting in their car waiting for somebody to come out of uh, I don't know the, the walk-in clinic over there or whatever I get back to my car and I attempt to get into my car Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Now, I'm always very careful not to, you know, you know, just smash my door into somebody else's car. Always very mindful to do that so it doesn't ever happen. Right. But if it does, if it were to happen and my door were to hit another car, it would probably hit the middle of their door. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Because of the simple physics of uh, my car versus anybody else's car, in this case, a minivan. I get into my car. I close the door, I sit down, not necessarily in that order, and the woman in the next car over Mm -hmm. immediately bolts from her car and says to me, what the F do you think you're doing? What? I'm like, wait a minute, lady, all I did was get into my car and sit down. She comes over screaming at me that I just dinged the side of her car. Hmm. with my door oh i thought she was yelling at you going
2: like what are you doing with this morning show that you're
1: on are no, you realize
0: that, that you're uh killing everybody that's not uh, that was not part of this discussion because i don't think she realized right. who she's dealing with <laughs> yeah. anyway she says that her daughter who was sitting in the passenger side yeah said that i dinged the car now i know i didn't ding the car hmm. i know for a fact no ding no hit didn't touch plenty of space for me a bigger guy to get in the car without indiscriminately whipping the car door open okay. to sit in. All right. All right. So she comes around the side, right? Uh-huh. And she's looking at her rear view mirror, yeah. which sits above the door, yes. nowhere near where even if I did ding her car, right. would it hit? And she's going over the over the screaming at me like, I can't believe you hit my car. I'm like, I'm, ma'am, I'm sorry. I don't think I hit your car at all. And she's rubbing the uh, the rear view mirror thinking and I'm looking at the rear view, I mean, I'm like literally like a foot away and I'm like yeah. there's n- there, there's no marks on that mirror She's just rubbing it mm-hmm. like I like trying to buff it out. There's nothing there So she goes on and on and she's screaming and getting more elevated. And I'm telling ma'am. I'm sorry I didn't I didn't touch your card and ding right. your car the woman sitting in the car in front of me mm-hmm. She rolls down her window she starts screaming at the other woman he didn't ding your damn car yeah. all right he didn't yeah. touch your damn car yeah look at you what are you talking what are you yelling at him for you didn't need to do a damn thing to your car you got an eyewitness i got an eyewitness <laughs> so i'm vindicated in this situation right mm. and this woman's still rubbing the the uh, the mirror like the, like it's been damaged it's like this is a setup this, yep. this is yep. their, this i'm yeah. trying i am being set up for yep. in a car mm-hmm. that i didn't touch and i had this eyewitness i roll up the window she goes the the woman the angry woman goes back into a car the uh the uh the car park uh karen i'm going to call her mm-hmm. and i you know i i you know i mime to this woman thank you very much Uh and she's like she just gives me like two thumbs up like there you go i'm not gonna gonna let you get away with that bitch and and it was (laughs) and i'm telling you i have not been confronted like that and i don't know how long and it was like damn isn't it kind of nice when you're in a situation like that you know you didn't do anything wrong Mm -hmm. and you got backup so the hero to me is the lady that was across the way from me who uh, who vindicated me in this situation Mm -hmm. like i'll be damned like I, you know, I, I didn't start anything, and this woman clearly doesn't know that I have a microphone to speak into.
2: Um, was there any indication that this woman might have been... Under the influence of something? Or? I don't, I
0: don't, well, uh, under the influence of being a uh, a bitch. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Just trying to bilk you out of money, I think. Maybe I she had you. a ding on her car from a previous episode and she
0: was going to try and hang it on you. In order for there to be a ding on that <laughs> rearview mirror, <laughs> she would have had to go home, grab a hammer, and beat it a couple of times because there was nothing on there. Here's, uh, here's the thing, and uh, it's a generational
2: thing. You didn't pick up the phone and start recording this because that would have been like gold. Internet yeah. mm-hmm. gold. Absolutely. And you I should've you should taped the whole thing. And this is why more people get dash cams and things like that because you got
0: these crazy people out there that uh, are just trying to start something i think you're right it is generational because i didn't even think about grabbing my phone yeah i would i would have grabbed the phone and started taping this lady going look at this crazy
2: (laughs) here, going over a ding (laughs) it is
1: it is great when you get people coming to your rescue though i had it happen at the big y here in east long meadow just yesterday i was at the deli and there were a bunch of people gathered they don't have that system with where you grab a number
3: Oh yeah, right, that's at, right, yeah,
1: at this particular one. Yeah, some of them don't. And so reason. I, I walked up there, and there was one woman at the counter, and there was another woman, sort of like uh, you know, in the vegetables or something like that. And she, she then came over, and when the one woman who was being served was done, the other woman attempted to be next, and the woman who just got served said, "No, no, this gentleman was next." I'm mm, like, "There yeah, you
0: go, yeah, I like that." Some people get a lot of nerve, yeah. and, and you know, yeah. again, it, you know, my daughter says you hit the car. It's like I think your daughter's crazy if you think she, I hit your car because I didn't hit anything. Uh, we were at the home show the other day, and
2: I get back into the truck, and it was very windy outside. Right, mm-hmm. and there was a guy in and his wife, and you know, putting the kid in the car in his truck mm-hmm. next to me. Right, and the wind blew my door enough to.
1: Nick his mirror I had that happen to me too Steve
2: and I said and I and I I, I'm like apologetic I said I am so sorry and then he's like don't don't even worry about it and then I looked at his truck and I go okay I can see why he said that (laughs) and then I'm like he didn't notice all the oil peeing out of mine apparently (laughs) Uh, nobody did uh but uh (laughs) on a lot of levels yeah and uh and it was just like at least that was like okay like, I'm, I'm honest. Like, I, I'm like, I, I didn't like mean to do that, and he was cool with it. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it happens. Accidents happen. And unless you – you didn't maliciously, like, push anything. And you right. didn't even
1: do anything. You didn't no. even do anything. No, I didn't anything. did nothing. Yeah. I had a similar thing to that happen to me where the wind blew my – Door yeah. into somebody else's door, and the guy got very angry at me, and I was the same as you. I was yeah. like, "Oh my god, I'm so embarrassed. Right, I'm so you, sorry." Yeah. And this guy dressed me up and down for about sixty seconds. I thought, "Man, is he gonna? Yeah, is he gonna press? Tra-? And he didn't. He he like yeah. let it go. And but, it's
2: not about pressing charges. Like, is the guy gonna pull a gun out on yeah, you? I mean, right. you don't know how people are <laughs> sure. anymore. Yeah.
0: No, it's, especially now when you see people flying off the handle mm-hmm. for very little reason. You know, I mean, if I dinged their car, if I if I had you know if I had dinged it, I would have. Admitted to it. I would have sure. fessed up to it. I got no problem, you know, <laughs> admitting when I'm uh, grossly wrong. But it's like, my God, lady, settle the hell yeah. down. Well, good for you. At least yeah. you had a backup,
2: uh, backup witness. Yeah. So thank goodness for that. We, right. should, we should find that lady and give her
0: uh, a t-shirt. A Rock 102 t-shirt. Well, uh, sure. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't grab any names or uh, addresses, but uh, sure. Does she seem like the kind of
2: person that would listen to this show? Oh, no. Then no. there you go. Yeah, but you can't do That's profiling. <laughs> Come
1: on, guy.
0: You no. can't do that. Uh, no, no. no, she seemed to be uh, with it and intelligent. <laughs> yeah. Why would why would, someone, <laughs> right. why would somebody I, I, in that I, situation I, I, want I to you, listen to this show? I right. get your point. Okay. <laughs> it's 623 with Back, Steve, and Dave on Rock one With Jimmy, Steve, Bax, and Dave. We're all
1: good friends here, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, except okay. I believe he died when I was six. Damn it. Small yeah.
1: details. I didn't check into that. I don't remember him being alive.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, Yeah, there you go.
2: Uh, and now it's time for today. I learned what the vaccine do. I didn't get the
0: throaty with it this you don't, time.
2: I, you. you don't need to get so throaty. No, yeah. somebody uh, told me to stop yelling at the radio at this time of the morning
0: sometimes when you yell at the radio yeah. they yell back
1: use yeah. your quiet voice
2: yeah I took a horse tranquilizer this morning That's so I'm gonna be just smart. fine Mark uh, today I learned that uh, those charities that collect the pop tabs from the soda and beer cans yes uh, can make money via the recycling value of the metal 23 tabs are worth one cent and one pound of tabs is worth 50 cents oh. isn't that crazy mm-hmm. huh no um, I remember like this having some sort of meaning to it, uh, you know, back in the schoolyard days. Wherever you took one of these tabs and you gave it to a girl, it means you wanted to make out with her or mm-hmm. something like that. Really? Yeah, it was some kind of like uh, I, I. If anybody remembers that, I'd love to hear from you. But that it, it was one of these those schoolyard rumors. Hey, uh, and the kid, you know, the kid. One kid walks in with like three pounds of them. You know, he's like, I collected all these. Look what I'm getting this weekend.
0: If I had known yeah. that girls would want to make out with me because I had the top of a tab can, yeah. I would have broken into the Coca-Cola uh, you know, distributor and ripped off all those things. Yeah. I had no idea.
2: And, what and, a wasted effort I had. And then when my kids start going to school and, and the school itself is asking for these things, I'm like, what is going on in this institution? Because <laughs> you remember back to your days. Yeah, well. You can't do that.
0: Apparently, it's got a different definition now. Mm-hmm. And I had never heard that.
2: And that is the I
3: don't
0: know, what Coming up
1: next in the news, two alarming airport incidents. One at Bradley, one at Logan. We'll get to it on Rock 102.
0: Now, 632. We're back, Stephen Dave on Rock 102. It's time for news, and here's Dave Coombs. The Russian bombing of Ukraine continues, and another
1: interesting note, some guy named Roman Abramovich, a Russian business leader, apparently handed Vladimir Putin a handwritten note from the president of Ukraine, Vladimir Zelensky, asking for peace. Putin rejected it with this quote, quote, tell him I will thrash them, end quote. Well, Didn't that's a very harsh thing to say. Doesn't seem like these peace talks are going so well, at least according to Vladimir Putin. See, this
0: I- is what I said yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, when, when you, just because they say they're going to meet and talk and try to have a diplomatic solution, sure, yeah, you know, don't get ahead of yourself thinking this is it because, you know, basically what this is, is both sides are going to hold their ground. And not want to budge. And especially a guy like Putin, who's not going to want to budge at all. Yeah, Putin's like the woman trying to accuse you of dinging her car door, I think.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. He's not backing down. Bring that up. Yeah, Putin. you know, you're, uh, you're Ukraine. Mm-hmm. That lady was Putin. Exactly. And then, uh, you just joined the UN by getting that backup from that lady. That's I- right. I
0: like the way you're thinking. Yeah. By the way, I could use some, uh, I could use some relief. Yeah, we don't have any
2: relief for you. Sorry,
0: Ukrainian
1: backstyle yes. be- uh,
0: relief. Uh, we can give you some gas points.
2: That's about the best we can do here. How
1: right? about a
0: humanitarian yeah. corridor to get you from here out to your car here today? As Will long you- as I don't have some you know crazy woman yelling at me, All sure, right. I wouldn't mind the protection. I'll be throwing the rocks. Two, <laughs> <laughs> two airport incidents,
1: guys, to talk about at Bradley. The Connecticut Airport Authority officials saying that uh, apparently a breach. Of data occurred earlier this week. The website was compromised. It's now back up and running, and nobody got hurt. There is no threat to security. But, you know, that kind of thing is troubling to hear.
2: You know, it's one of those things that makes you wonder with all the Russian owned internet companies and hackers mm-hmm. and all this other thing that, that we've heard about for years mm-hmm. that this could be part of. One of these attacks, these cyber attacks. I I think that's going to be your next terrorist attack is a cyber
1: thing. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's just one of two airport incidents in our midst. At Logan earlier this week, a 10-inch butcher knife was found in a baby car seat that somebody tried to take on an airplane. Mass state police responding to the discovery and confiscating the knife. Baby was chopping vegetables
2: (laughs) in the back seat. All right. Well, that makes sense are hey, you gonna puree that food? If you can't, if you don't have a big giant knife, I guess yeah, you're right. a good point. Uh, one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this was because uh, probably I don't know eight years ago or so we went to uh, we went to Orlando. Mm-hmm. We we're flying back from Orlando, and uh, my wife would keep like she she was very uh, frugal, if you will, you know. So if we bought like we bought a box of Entenmann's donuts, mm. and uh, what the, kind? Those chocolate ones with the crumbs on the top. Oh, okay. I love those. They're like nub, the little best. nubby things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so good. And uh, so we, uh, you know, she, we, we would. Ca- it was like. Uh, I always felt when I was traveling w- with her, uh, it was like uh, King Joffe from coming to America, where I, you know, <laughs> the royal baggage, uh, you know, like all this stuff. So we're, you know, we're lugging all this stuff to the airport. We have this carry on, and it includes like snacks and stuff for the kids including the donuts that we had earlier in the morning and she wasn't going to throw a, a $4 box of donuts away mm-hmm. you got to take that with you so we get up to the uh, the security line and as we're uh, going through uh, I see the TSA uh, like pointing at another TSA guy mm-hmm. and then I'm like uh, what's what's going on here they pull us off to the side mm-hmm. That's scary when they do that. Yeah, I know. Because you know you didn't do anything wrong, but how could you not look guilty by going, what? What are you doing? (laughs) And uh, they're looking through the entire bag, and the guy, there's something in the bag. He said there's something in the bag that we need to, to take a further look at. So he's pulling all this stuff out, and he opens up the box of Entenmann's Donuts and pulls out this giant butcher knife that she had used earlier in the morning to cut the donuts with, but it was the knife <laughs> right from the, from the, the, from, from, from the timeshare thing we were staying at. Whoops. Oh, Took boy. the knife and put it in there. And I'm like, oh, my God, we're going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we didn't go to jail. And I think it's one of those things where they know whether or not you're telling the truth or not whether like, whether
1: whether you're guilty well, whether, whether you plan to do it I mean you can tell yeah. just by talking sure, to somebody sure. saying
2: okay this woman wasn't really planning to right. take a butcher knife out and take over the plane mm-hmm. and, you know crash it into Riley Airport right or
1: something. <sighs> but, I mean, if you were going to hide a knife somewhere and you thought you could get it through, I guess a baby car seat would be the pl- No one will ever think of looking here. i no, of to course. stick it in here. And- of course not. But,
2: but that's the thing. They, they just confiscated the knife. I, yes. Again, this is probably one of these, like, this guy, I don't know, maybe he uh, put it in there to cut zip ties right. or something. I don't know.
0: Can I ask the most obvious question no. in your story? No. Why was your wife cutting the donuts in half? Because they were little
2: children, so they don't eat a giant donut. They eat portions of the donut, and if you, you, can,
0: you can break them in half,
2: you could break them in half. But and you're I've talking never, about somebody who was very
0: uh, meticulous about everything. I've never had a donut that I felt was too big to cut to, to eat whole. If I get a donut, I'm going I'm I'm cramming the whole thing into my pie hole. That is a good
1: a good point. Well,
0: actually. usually
2: uh, usually I would eat the other half. Mm-hmm. I mean you can't just leave a half a donut just. Those enterman
0: donuts with the little chocolate nubs uh, on it, nothing gets left behind. But I had already had like four. Yes. So I wasn't gonna eat four and a half. All right, but it comes in a box of eight. <laughs> yeah. So do I. Uh, uh. Well,
1: in there any case, you go. kudos to the TSA there in you these have it. situations at Bradley and at Logan. Hey, following up on some stories we've been covering here, day two of the Nathan Bills off-duty police assault trial, still no verdict, and because of an upset juror, jury deliberations had to be sort of stopped and put on hold, one of the jurors was upset at the proceedings, making the deliberations more difficult, according to a statement from the jury forewoman. What were they upset about? Didn't say. Have yeah. you ever
2: been part of a jury before? Everybody's upset. No, wait, you're, how do they
1: distinct
0: yeah. one from the rest of them? Because you're, you're sitting on a jury, and uh, you've also spent how many days now yeah. in deliberations? Is the third day? Yeah, this will be day three here. Ugh, mm. please.
1: Also, we've been following the mold situation at the Roderick L. Ireland courthouse. Well, the State Executive Office of Labor and Workforce Development has refused to send its safety inspectors. And of course, that's frustrating for the union representing about 200 clerical workers assigned to the complex who are being continuously exposed to the mold that perhaps causes cancer. So according to the Massachusetts Trial Court and Division of Capital Asset Management and Maintenance, they're making sufficient efforts to address the suspected health hazards, but they feel the building doesn't meet the criteria for an intervention. I have never seen
2: anything like this before. You remember when, I don't know, probably five years ago, they did that whole, uh, let's ban vapes. Let's ban vaping in Massachusetts. Right. And Charlie Baker got on this thing. You know how
0: dangerous it is? You know how many people are going to get sick?
2: And there was really no instances in this state of anybody really getting sick from these things. It was more about we're not getting the tax money from these products that are being made uh, synthetically at somebody's house. That's basically what it came down to but the whole thing was let's worry about their health And you put all these places out of business all these vape shops went out of business because they didn't have anything to sell anymore cuz Charlie Baker had banned them where is like Charlie Baker on people who actually died mm-hmm. from being in these places in this particular place and and people it has been proven now yeah, that people
1: get
0: sick where he has been is pointing fingers at the uh, the trial court who is in charge of this building? Is and because you know, because nobody wants to take responsibility for this. Kind of like way nobody wanted to take any responsibility for the uh, the soldiers' home when things were going to hell in a handbasket over there. State never wanted to take responsibility, even though I mean they refused to pay for uh, for the upgrades in that building. Yeah, it, it's just absolutely
2: ridiculous that we're we're still talking about, it. and we have money to build all these other new things, right. new RMVs, and all these other buildings that they put up. But God forbid
1: we replaced a building where people have actually died from working inside of it. And another story we were covering yesterday, those students at Chicopee High School that were handed magnetic locking cell phone pouches and a Sharpie to Mm -hmm. identify their cell phone on the outside of the baggie. They started using those yesterday, so they couldn't use cell phones in the classroom. Well, after the first day in these requirements... Most students said, you know what? Not so bad. Some of them protested, but a number of students said they just read a book or talked to their friends, God forbid, or listened to music played by teachers instead of turning to their phones as a default. Poor kids being forced to read books.
0: I know. That's the last thing you oh, want to do in school. Horrible, horrible thing.
1: Yeah, we really our hearts go out. Yeah, to uh, all the kids at Chicopee High School for having to use those magnetic locking cell phone pouches. I
2: like how we're uh, we're making them like they're warriors, mm-hmm. like they survived mm-hmm. a good fight.
0: Well, you know, some of these kids, I am sure, are going to have some real PTSD uh, symptoms as a result of this. You know, always on their phones, yes. now being denied mm-hmm. the chance to communicate appropriately with their with their peers. I know. Well, hopefully they'll get past it all. Let's hope so.
1: And as long as we're talking about high school kids, congrats to Isabella Kelly. Her nickname is Bella. She's 17. She's from Westfield. And she has earned the Miss Massachusetts Supermodel Supreme title in the ages 17 to 19 at the East Coast USA pageant in Danvers, Back on March 27th, just earlier this week, so she qualifies now for the national pageant in New Jersey.
2: Very good. And there's a uh, there was something about her though that uh, she was surprised that she won
1: this. And- she was. She's dyslexic, so right. she's been dealing with that issue. And uh, this is a you know a, a nice. A nice thing for somebody like that who has had to overcome some issues. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty
2: good feel-good story yeah. because it uh, usually you only see people who are, like, excelling in things, everything, mm-hmm. that you have to be this uh, perfect person. But what is the name of that one?
1: What was it called again? <laughs> that is the Miss Massachusetts... Supermodel Supreme. Yeah, see,
2: I, not to, I'm not disparaging this young lady at all. Right. This is really isn't about this. The name of that sounds like a taco, a Taco Bell. <laughs> yes, it does. The <laughs> Supermodel Supreme. Can
1: I get sour cream with
2: that and yeah. a side of guacamole? And a large orange drink. It's the yeah. new Supermodel Supreme at Taco Bell.
1: <laughs> Congratulations to Bella Kelly, uh, by the way, a junior at a private school in Newton, but from right here in Westfield originally. There you go. Hey, we got highs of about 50 today with clouds and sun. We've got 60s tomorrow, but we're going to have some rain. And coming up next, a well-known company will get crowned our mass hat for the day, straight ahead on
0: Rock 102. Hey, it- Rock 102 Springfields Classic Rock at 652. And the Rolling Stones with back Stephen, and Dave and Rock 102. Uh, cold this
2: morning, but then uh, warming up today with a high of sunny and a high of 50. It's 25 right now in downtown Springfield.
3: Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat. Going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment.
2: If you want to crown them, then crown their ass.
3: Here's today's mass hat. An entire company, by
1: the way. Procter & Gamble in the spotlight today. Okay. The Chinese operation of Procter & Gamble. They had to apologize after they ran an ad claiming women's feet are five times stinkier than men's feet. Is that true? Well, evidence suggests that women's feet have more bacteria. That may not necessarily cause them to be smellier. I know my feet smell horrible. Really? I don't know about you guys. It, uh, it It's a variable force
2: down there. It uh, it changes
1: from day to day. <laughs> sure, and diet, whatever you're having. Yeah, and, it depends sure. on what
2: you're
0: eating. If you eat a lot of garlic, forget about right? it. Right, it depends what you're stepping in, too. It's
1: yeah, true. That's true. I, uh,
0: I think it may smell uh, worse because a lot of women don't wear socks in their shoes. Mm. So, so you're, while you're, And you're, your socks yeah. absorb... Sweat. Okay, that, and uh, that's and, a good theory. Like yeah, I think yeah. it's. A, I mean, it's not based on science or any sort of fact. It's really off the top of my head, but that makes a lot of sense. You'll see in my country, when uh, we break up with the woman, we
2: uh, we say "I break with thee, I break with thee, I break with thee," and then we throw dog poop on her shoes. Mm. So me and my brother, we wild and crazy guys. We go to the clubs and look for the women with the dog
1: poop on their shoes. I don't think those guys wore socks, with by the way, with Probably their shoes. Probably not,
0: no. But there is no evidence, <laughs> by the way. By the way, fantastic job remembering a comedy bit from 1975. Well, I Good watch job. a lot of reruns. Yes. You Damn. saw it first
1: run. Yeah, Us old guys really appreciate it.
0: <laughs> uh, there is no scientific
1: evidence to prove that women's feet are stinkier than our feet. But here was the rub. Procter & Gamble, they were just trying to scare women into buying a body cleansing kit that they make. So that's why they put out the statement that women's feet are stinkier. You know, th- this isn't like the
2: only company that does this. Anytime you hear like uh, a study about red wine, red wine is so good for you. Mm-hmm. You know that that study was funded by? The wine industry. (laughs) The wine industry funds that study. Uh, Oh, having uh, two alcoholic drinks per day. That was by the bourbon industry. I mean, these are things that it's getting, it's marketing. Yes. And they do it with, like, shortages. They're like... Uh, you know, every once in a while you'll hear, "Oh my God, we're gonna have we're gonna have no chocolate in five years," and that was like twenty years ago, right? Yes, we still have chocolate. Yes, get and the was, get the chocolate lobbyists and, to and kick up some dirt. That's exactly, exactly what it is, exactly, right? right? You can't take anything
0: for what it's worth. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the widespread panic there had been in the middle of the uh, pandemic that we were gonna run out of bacon in this country? And we didn't. We didn't. We ran out of toilet paper. That's what we ran out of. But you know the thing about it is we weren't we weren't uh, we weren't more regular because of a pandemic. But right. yet this the threat of of no bacon. It's like okay, listen, I, I can maybe deal with a, a lack of toilet paper. Mm-hmm. I can maybe cut down my uh, my production on that. <laughs> but I'll be damned if I'm going to have to uh, deal with a bacon shortage in my life. I will chew through the crust of the earth to get to the next you know, pig farm and, and on the other side of the world. The original
1: post, by the way, which claimed that women's feet are stinkier than ours, was put out on the Chinese platform WeChat, slammed by social media users in China and elsewhere. The post has since been deleted, but was meant to promote a line of fragrant body care products. Mm.
2: You know, I like Chinese. I like their tiny little trees. They only come up to your knees. Think of all the
0: other things they've done to impress. <laughs> and they're cute and they're, <laughs> they're friendly and they're up. ready to please. <laughs> you see, that's a Monty Python thing. I, I got it. I, I
1: got it. I'm trying to move it along here. And by the way, Procter & Gamble, weren't they guilty of that whole devil worship thing back in the 80s or 90s too? Their, their logo. You know, with like a moon and stars or something mm. like that. Remember that whole? There was a whole controversy about that.
0: I don't uh, remember.
1: I don't remember that I mean, at all. Devil I mean, worshipping company, Procter and Gamble.
0: I mean, you might be, uh, you might be right. Yeah. but I don't remember any of that.
1: I don't know if there's any truth to that either, but
0: uh, worth investigating. Uh, Uh, Apparently, yeah. There are some people that say uh, that that there was a satanic panic back in the 1980s. There you go. I'll be damned. Procter & Gamble. (laughs) How about that? Mm -hmm. You think you know a company. (laughs) You don't know the company. I had no idea that all the soap I've been using is soap of Satan. There you go. Satan?
1: (laughs) Coming up next, the Rock 102 Sports in 102-second form. Straight ahead. The following takes place between 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. It is 7 a.m. on Rock 102. The weather for today, highs of about 50, with sun and clouds tomorrow, some rain with highs in the 60s. The weather is brought to you by J. Smeagol Roofing. Visit jsmeagullroofing.com for more information. Here's your 102 Second Sports on Rock 102. The Frank Martin era has officially begun. A press conference yesterday to announce the new UMass head basketball coach here was
4: Frank Martin at the podium I'm all about people I'm about relationships I'm about all of us being connected from a fan to a donor to a season ticket holder to the managers to the players to the video coordinator to the assistant coaches to me to my boss to his bosses to the fans everybody I'm all about family. It's about being connected. And because the only way you win is if that happens. I'm on board with this guy. I would run through a wall for Frank Martin,
1: by the way. I have to meet him first. I, I, think, I think he's going to turn the program around quickly. Speaking of great programs, the UConn women. Facing number one seed Stanford, 9.30 Friday night at the Target Center in Minneapolis as the women's final four will unfold. In the NBA, the Celtics hosting the Heat tonight at 7.30. You can hear that one on our sister station, Laser 98.5. Hockey last night, the Leafs over the Bruins, 6-4. High school wrestling at the national championships in Virginia Beach. Congrats to West Springfield's Musa Tamadze, the reigning New England champion, earning All-American status by placing third. In the sophomore 106 pound division. In the semis, he lost one-nothing to the eventual national champion. And also congrats to Central's Desmond McLaughlin. Also competing in the senior 170-pound division, the recent All-State champ didn't place but still earned recognition as one of the country's top 20 wrestlers. In football, the New England Patriots and free agent safety Jabril Peppers have reached agreement on a one-year deal that's worth up to five million dollars. That's it for your 102-second sports. Coming up next, in his view from the couch, Bax on Antonio Brown's, quote, relationship. Straight ahead on
3: Rock 102. TTM Tech. And now, Bax's view from the couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey,
0: good morning, sports fans. How they heck are you? Folks, I believe it was the great Neil Sedaka, who in 1962 penned the timeless classic, Breaking Up is Hard to Do. Never have truer words been spoken, which is why I fiercely celebrate Neil Sedaka's entire musical catalog. But I digress. Sometimes glorious romantic relationships fail for reasons beyond our control. And sometimes they fail because the intimate and complicated nature of certain circumstances, the woman owes you money and you start making threats. When that happens, you can almost bet it's time to start seeing other people. Similar situation currently underway with former Steelers, Raiders, Patriots, and Buccaneers wide receiver Antonio Brown. Recently, Antonio found himself embroiled in a passionate yet brief physical relationship with model-slash-music producer Sydney Christine. A fetching young lady with whom Antonio is so smitten, he chose Instagram to post snapso- snapshots of them in the sack, along with a screenshot of a private texted conversation in which he demanded that, he, that she pay him $5,000. I believe the exact quote is, quote, send my money, bitch, 5k, or you'll be exposed. When Miss Christine asked for his PayPal information, Antonio expressed further frustration by saying, ho, you know, stop playing with me, bitch. Again, let me reiterate that this whole financial conversation was published on Instagram, where I believe some of the most reliable economic discussions often occur. Now, personally, I would have taken a more soft-handed approach in trying to retrieve any outstanding personal debt, whether it be 5K or just five bucks. The name-calling, the threat of public ridicule, that works on collection agencies. That should not be the work of an unemployed football player who's thinking about taking this relationship to the next level. My suggestion? Forget about the money. Spend some of that extra aggressive energy on redoing your Bumble profile. Because if you're not willing to easily share your PayPal information with a woman you love, then perhaps you're just not her type. But hey, another my yap and sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. You're going to invest a whole lot of time and money in a painting project. You're going to need a little bit of help. That's why you want to go to Rockies. They'll be with you every step of the way from planning to painting to the party you throw to show the whole thing off to all your friends. Good people, pain people, and rock solid service at every Rocky's ace hardware. I'm back, that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic, Classic. Rock. Springfield's Classic rock. Springfield's Classic Rock at 711. And the Almond Brothers on Rock 102. Uh, somewhere, Chris Rock is anticipating a
1: huge show tonight in Boston as he does his first stand-up since the big incident at the Oscars. And yeah. I bet you that show is sold out. Yep.
0: Uh, my understanding, and I was reading this yesterday, that uh, the tickets for these uh, these Chris Rock shows are going like uh, like hotcakes, and uh, and I mean that like the like on the secondary market, the prices are all jacked up because they're they're going to assume. That part of the show, he's going to talk about exactly what just happened at the Oscars. Right.
1: One, well, I think he has five shows in Boston starting tonight. Right.
0: For the next few days. Uh, it's either five or or, or six. Yeah. So he's got uh, he's got quite a few. Mm.
2: You know uh, what would suck though if he went all like Hannibal. What's it, Hannibal Burris? If he went, if he yeah. went that route and didn't even address it at all. Not that, a chance.
0: Not a chance. Well, well, you know, we thought that too. You know, we we had it. Hannibal Burris was the guy that exposed Bill Cosby. Okay. And we had him it was probably within a year? No, it was probably less than that. Uh we we were going to interview it him. It was like 2 months later. That's it, it was yeah. very quick. And he, yeah. we were and we were told yeah. that he, that we are not to even ask him. Huh? About what he said about Bill Cosby or about Bill Cosby in general.
1: So there's a fear of legal ramifications, maybe on his part, and also for Chris Rock. Maybe he's thinking, well, geez, I'm going to get in trouble here."
2: I think he got a lot of flack yep. from a lot of people going, "How could you do this to uh, America's dad?" Yeah, only to find out
3: mm, it was gee, all may, true. Maybe yeah. he was
1: right. Well, maybe he turns it in a different direction, though, and jokes about. Maybe he talks about the times that he's been slapped by a woman by a woman right. and and for good reason. Maybe he does that, you know? Like, have you Maybe. ever been slapped by a woman before?
0: Either of you guys? Uh Apart from my parents? No, not that I, really. That I didn't pay for it?
1: No. Yeah, yeah, nor me. <laughs> <laughs> and how expensive Wait, is that? Slap,
0: <laughs> s- slapped or spanked? There's it's a like, difference. It's like $40. <laughs> <laughs> Are
1: there extras that come along with that, too, or is that just the
0: extent of it? For $50, yeah.
1: yeah well, it's,
0: it's all a la carte. For 50 you get an extra finger. <laughs> oh, there you go. Absolutely. But, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think he's the kind of comic... That will say something about it. I think so, and because there's
1: always a way to 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 use that situation
0: and refer to it and take it in a different direction. There, I think there's a part of what happened the other night where if you if you look at it, mm-hmm. um, if you look at Chris Rock's face yeah. after the after the uh, after you, you know, Will Smith has done yell at him to get you know his wife's name out of his uh, out of his mouth, right? There is a look that he gives that, you, and you see other comics do this with yeah. some especially if like they're being heckled or or something unusual happens right. in the moment okay you can see just in his eyes that the gears are turning like there's probably a million things that he wants to say sure in that moment sure. that could either make it better or could make it worse because you know there's a load of things he could have said about either one of them Which would have been a hell of a lot worse than the joke about alopecia. Like,
1: for instance, he could have said, "Hey, you
0: trained to play Muhammad Ali in a movie, and that's all you got?" That slap. Well, there was there was that. I've heard some other possibilities that I will not mention on the air. Right. But nevertheless, it's like uh, you could tell that you know he's already got like 15 minutes. <laughs> on, on Will Smith. Yeah. Well, our stand-up comedian can
1: probably identify with that, Steve. <laughs> like, is that you agree? Well, yeah, I'm sure he.
2: If he was smart about it, he mm-hmm. would definitely come up with 15 minutes worth of material. It, not talking about it at all is going to make it worse.
0: Yeah, and not talking about it for six shows in Boston because, is, a, is because a lot.
2: People are going to get pissed that they just paid how right. many, how much, how much is the ticket? I don't even know. Probably but, the resales now are probably top, up through the roof, dollar. probably $200 or more. You're right. And it, it, people are paying for that. They want to hear that kind of. They want
1: to hear his reaction. Yeah. Well, I think he's going to say something. I think he's going to use it for some... If, I mean, if he's if he's worth his salt at all, and he's a good comic, I mean, he should be able to spin this into gold tonight and for the next
0: year, probably. Well, every good comic... You know, you know takes things that happened you know in their lives mm-hmm. when when they make headlines they address it. You know, Louis CK had had done it. Yep. Uh even Pee-wee Herman had done it. <laughs> Pee-wee Herman went, went on on some of their award shows and and the first thing out of his mouth is, "So you hear any good jokes lately?" Yeah. And it's like, "Okay, well that that uh, certainly excuses your behavior in that theater.
2: I, I
3: that know the, you are, but what am I? I think ah! that was
0: the uh, Video Music Awards, right?
3: Yeah. Wasn't I mean, it that right. he did? That, yeah. that...
2: I don't
0: remember what, what it was. Uh.
2: I just don't...
3: <laughs> he just showed up,
0: and all of a sudden, he... that seemed to pacify everybody. We got phone calls. Want to take them? Sure. Here we go. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, what's going on? This is Joe from Westside.
1: Good one for you. All right. Yeah. Long time ago, we're at a local establishment, and uh, my buddy flips up $5 on the bar. And he says to her, slap me in the face. (laughs) Hits him once, not good enough. Hits him again, not good enough. He says, you don't hit me. If you don't hit me with all you got, I'm taking my $5 back. She winds up, and the kicker is she's Russian. She winds up from South Dakota. She
3: hits him so hard, she knocks him out. I got to catch him. He comes to, he turns to me. Guess what he says? (laughs) What? Dude, you got to try this. It's awesome.
1: (laughs) 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 And I did, and it was. (laughs) (laughs) That is awesome. Yeah, I don't know if I'd do that, but uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, well, good, good
0: for him. Though. I, mean, I, would, I wouldn't. I wouldn't pay for someone to slap me in the face, like Steve it, did. But if it if it, if it uh, helps my career at all, mm-hmm, then sure. yeah, you can you can take a couple shots, mm-hmm. but just not in the face. Our phone lines are open. Well, I mean, banks with all your.
2: The- Experience up at Swallow Hollow. Well, uh, listen, how many Steve, shots in the you know, face of you guys.
0: All right, you know what? But uh, when you got the you know these pretty looks, you don't want to damage them in any way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think I think you know what I'm saying. It's your money maker. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take your calls 293-1021. It's seven eighteen. Rock one zero two.
3: GJ's Steve and Dave in the morning on Rock one zero two.
0: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 725 and the Scorpions on Rock 102.
2: Scorpions with Klaus Meine. It's uh, 25 in downtown Springfield.
0: Hey, real quick, uh, on the uh, the podcast this week, I'm actually doing uh, something I don't normally do. I'm actually going to post a second podcast this mm-hmm. week. My guest uh, earlier in the week has been uh, Steve Hackett, formerly of Genesis. Uh, he's going to be at the Wilbur Theater on, uh, on Saturday. But then tomorrow, I'm going to release an interview with uh, Rob Halford. He's got a, a couple of shows uh, locally. He's coming to Foxwoods this weekend. But then on Monday, he's going to be at uh, the Songus Center in Lowell. And Pat Kelly will be giving away tickets to see Rob Halford from Judas Priest. Who's uh, Pat
2: Kelly? Yeah, the worst part is you have to listen to Pat Kelly in order <laughs> to win those.
0: Tickets. Yeah, that's the bad part. But the good news is uh, Rob Halford is freaking great. And I got a, m- a couple other uh, interviews coming up in the next couple of weeks that I'm uh, pretty excited about. So... You can check that out on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, or directly from uh, rock102.com. So I know you guys were really
1: excited when I brought up National Ranch Dressing Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, we were on the edge of our seat. I know. Well, there's a bunch of them today. There's National Little Red Wagon Day. <clears throat>
0: did you have one when you were a kid? I had a red wagon, sure. I did too? I didn't have a red wagon.
1: No? No. Nope. Well, then I guess this could be for you. How about be- a
0: Wagoneer? Do your parents have a Wagoneer? No, we never had a wagon here. Like a wood grain option and green walls?
1: I,
2: they might have had that before I was born, but uh, we had a van. Mm. We had a, a, a big, uh, juicy van. Nice. Uh, <laughs> interesting trades accepted. <laughs> uh, that my dad had put uh, on the back of the wheel cover. Mm-hmm. It was because uh, there was five kids, and uh, each one of, each initial spelled out the word cards, so he had the wheel cover on the back of the van mm. as a full house and uh, even the vanity license plate that said k-a-r-d-s interesting yeah can you imagine that
0: that's a hell of a story steve yeah
1: it wasn't no red wagon no but it was
0: one hell of a van you said there's a a number of different things
1: going on well first of all just the reason why it's national little red wagon days because the most famous one is do you know the, the brand by the way do you happen to know the brand that was the radio flyer very good i wouldn't have known that uh, and it, recently... even though there was a whole movie about that in the '90s, that's true. Uh, they recently celebrated their 100th anniversary back in 2020.
0: So that's I don't why. I Know of any kid in 2022, right? That is begging for a wagon, right? Sad though. Kinda... It, well, I mean, you know, there's certain things that kind of come and go, and some things, uh, you know, just don't connect to uh, you know today's utes. Like, for example. Uh, I don't know any kid who's saying, hey, uh, uh, Santa Claus, you know what I would love this year? Mm-hmm. Some Rock'em Sock'em robots. I'd like to have those. Yeah, you're right. It's sad, though. And
1: I think the same thing would go with the radio flyer and, I guess, the sled version of that that you'd use to go down a
0: hill. Yes.
1: Those, really, the sales of those, I would imagine, have dropped considerably well, over the years.
2: Uh, you know, it's interesting you bring this up because uh, the, the other day I, I'm at my girlfriend's parents' house and we're celebrating a birthday mm-hmm. and uh, the kids are outside playing and in these power wheels. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's that. The, you don't need a red wagon if you got a battery-operated uh, four-wheeler. Oh, you know what I, mean? I thought you
1: meant the, the, the power wheel. Wasn't there a- pla- That's a big wheel. You're ah, thinking of a big the, wheel. the plastic.
2: Yeah, right. yeah. yeah uh, gotcha. but the power wheels uh, have pretty much taken over- uh, I mean you you have to. You ha- it's kind of like evolution, mm-hmm. evolution of a, a of tr- a mode of transportation. But these things are elaborate now. They're mm-hmm. not it's not I remember when they came out with these back in the 80s, it was too I I was too old uh, when they when they started coming out, mm-hmm. but I remember the neighborhood kids, uh, the little kids across the street had one and it was like this Barbie uh, Barbie Jeep or something, okay? But now they're like uh it's like Bigfoot. It's like a big giant Like monster truck, right? And they're pretty impressive. Uh So who who would
1: need a radio flyer if you have a mode of transportation like that? I guess you're right. Uh, Today's also National Pencil Day. Talk about something else that's going to be obsolete before long. It was invented on this day with the patent being applied for back in 1858 by somebody named Hyman Lipman. There's too many carpenters and keno players out there
2: for
0: the pencil to go away. I, know, I I love the pencil. Still like the pencil to this day. I don't. I never did. You know, uh, to go back a little bit, you, know, you talk about the toys that you know no one no one never really cares mm-hmm. about. Do you ever have uh, when you were a kid the soccer boppers? No. You know who those are no. And I'm I'm like I'm a soccer player. I don't know what that is. It's not even so- it's not even about soccer. Ah, it's a S C O. C K S O C K E R. s-o-c-k-e-r gotcha. soccer okay these were like an, an, and, and i had them as a kid because mm-hmm. uh you know they just seemed like the coolest thing you could have they were inflatable boxing gloves for kids okay and the kid could you you, you, you blew them up right and you and you put your hand mm-hmm. inside uh the the soccer bopper right and uh you could have fist fights with your with your siblings gotcha and the the feeling would be because these are inflatable mm-hmm. and like uh, like balloons that Har- you could harmless harmless right that you couldn't possibly yeah. break someone's nose right? or you know you know cause like say a a, a traumatic brain injury without uh, with, with with one of these things and I can tell you for sure you can break someone's nose and you can <laughs> cause serious damage <laughs> which you did uh, yes yes uh, or yes you had I had done did. to yourself well I had a the, had a next door neighbor. Mm-hmm. Kid was like a year older than me, but you know we would do, we, you know we would we'd hang, you mm-hmm. know, in, in our Utes, and uh, <laughs> I had the soccer boppers, and and then one day uh, he and I decided to. To blow these things up and uh, pretend to have a, like a boxing match. Gotcha. Like, like, uh, like, you know, he was Muhammad Ali mm-hmm. and I was Jerry Corey. Mm-hmm. And just like uh, it ended for my, for Jerry Quarry, yep. I was down after the first round. A lot round. of blood. A lot of blood. Yep. And then I realized I never want to play with these stupid things ever again. And then don't get us started on jarts, for Christ's sake. Another dangerous mm-hmm. toy, but loads of fun. <laughs> Good stuff. We have news coming up next to Rock 102. Now. 734. For- Back Stephen Dave on Rock One oh two. It's time for news and here's Dave Coombs. While the bombing continues and the war in Ukraine,
1: closer to home, Elijah Mishansky was sentenced yesterday to forty years in State prison for the death of his uncle Nicholas Weir back in 2020. Mashonsky pleading guilty to second degree murder, a charge reduced from first degree murder, also armed assault with intent to murder, aggravated assault and battery with a dangerous weapon, breaking and entering in the daytime with the intent to commit a felony, and larceny of a motor vehicle, all in connection to the killing of his uncle. Back at the couple's home in Montague. Oh, Montague. I thought it said
2: montage. I thought he had put a montage there. <laughs> no, it's, together my, it's to pronounced Montague. Ah. Yeah. That makes more
1: sense now. Meantime. <laughs> no, it doesn't make any sense. So, what's going on over there in Montague? Well, he's going away for a while, is the bottom line. Stephen Malloy, meantime, the man suspected in Northampton's first homicide in three years, pleading not guilty. Yesterday to a murder charge brought against him by a Hampshire County grand jury in connection with a December fatal shooting. Malloy is 32, accused of shooting and killing 39-year-old Joseph Filio, a Pittsfield resident, during a confrontation at a Randolph Place apartment back in December. What the Filio?
0: I don't know, really, it's been three years since there's been a murder in... uh Northampton,
2: first, wow!
1: Yeah, first one in three years. I, I
0: was just going through my head, going,
2: I thought there was, but it was they were tried in Northampton. They were maybe there that's was that it. murder in uh, Hatfield, where they found the burning body yes. at the end of the that, the, yeah, end that's of the ramp.
0: What, that's what I'm
2: thinking. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of yeah, too. All
0: right,
1: emergency crews responding to a hazmat. Situation in Greenfield yesterday. Greenfield Fire posting on their Facebook page that a hazmat team was on the scene at the Days Inn for an incident involving cleaning supplies. That's a little redundant.
0: Greenfield and hazmat.
2: Greenfield and hazmat situation. I would have just assumed that it would just be a greenfield situation. I, I would yeah. think that the hazmat crew would be on call twenty four hours a day. You know, in the original story, they weren't telling what it was. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't say what it was, and I just automatically assumed meth lab, just because well, I, it was know. at a day's in. Uh, but it turned out to be somebody mixed Windex
0: with Comet. I think anytime anyone rents a room on an hourly basis, there's always a chance that there's some sort of filthy material left behind. <laughs> and you do put Windex,
1: by the way, for everything. And uh, by the way, can you make meth out of cleaning supplies? Because uh, I don't know. I, no, I, I... you
2: can make uh, you can make Sudafed out of
0: meth. Okay. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. I anytime I've made it, I didn't use cleaning uh, cleaning supplies. Okay. Glad
1: you cleared that up. They said, by the way, there was no threat to the public in that
0: incident yesterday. Unless you were staying in that room at the Days Inn.
1: I suppose. Everyone involved had been evaluated and released by EMS folks on the scene. There you go. Four Boston Police Department dress coats, pants, and a leather jacket were stolen during an overnight break at a Weymouth supply store. The burglary... At Andrea's Police and Fire Supply Store there in Weymouth was discovered earlier this week, according to reporters. So police now are on the lookout for some potential impersonators of Boston cops because they've got the full uniform now—four of them. That's kind of scary.
2: Yes, yeah. You know, what if you're, uh, you know, you're uh, driving along at night and uh, somebody puts one of them? You can easily buy one of them blue lights to put in your dashboard. You can buy those on Amazon. You and can, then, yes, you can. <clears throat> and then uh, somebody pulls you over; you think it's a real cop, mm-hmm. and all you got to do is get a fake badge. I'll be back in twelve minutes. You can get those on eBay.
0: Well, what happens if you have like a legitimate uh, police officer or firefighter go into the shop mm-hmm. because they, yeah, something got lost or or destroyed, right? and now all of a sudden the one guy uh, who stole it, uh, you know, depleted their inventory. Now what are you supposed to do? You know that stuff is supposed to be meant for legitimate first responders. True.
1: Maybe it was just a situation like Leo Leo DiCaprio in Catch Me If You Can, where he was impersonating uh, what was it, Pan Am?
0: Yes, pilot. Pilot. Yeah. yeah. Yes.
1: Going to the uniform store, talking them into giving him a uniform. It's easier than you think. I think.
2: Uh, yeah, We've always uh, we've always said this about how if you just play the part, yes, you can look at it. And I've used the example of, uh, from years ago when we went to the fireworks here in East Longmeadow, and I was with some friends, and we parked in one of these. It was like a side dirt lot. I don't think it was actually a parking lot. I think somebody was just letting people park in this uh, this lot at the end of Maple. What's what's the one with the street where the high school is on Maple? Maple. So at the end of Maple, before you get to that weird intersection where you get the you know you can go down Bliss or whatever. Oh know, yeah, down yeah, that right. Way, it was right before that, and we were trying to get out of the of the parking lot, but the traffic was just. Unbelievable! It's in, you know ten thirty at night, and we're stuck in traffic. And I'm like, we only have like five minutes to go down the road. Why are we? You know, this is taking forever. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when I worked uh, for the choo choos back then. I had that fancy vest, that fancy orange vest, the reflector vest, sure. yeah. And I had one of those little flashlight things with the with the glowing thing on it. So I put I I told my friend I said, get in the driver's seat. And she did, and then I walked up to the front of the line into mm-hmm. the middle of the road and stopped traffic and let all the cars go that were in that lot until we got to my car and I got back in the passenger seat, and that pissed off probably the whole line of cars behind us right? because there was nobody there directing traffic anymore. But if you look official, people will obey you. so right.
0: you do realize that uh, impersonating a police officer is a crime. Yeah. Now, what you did right there is commit a crime. That's not a crime. That's a crime. I yeah. didn't. I didn't say I was impersonating anybody. Well, I just you convinced a bunch of people behind you. You were a cop. I. W- I didn't say I was a cop. You I never have, said I was a cop. I just said have have I looked it. official. You, you don't have to say it. It's yeah. just simply implied.
2: Well, I wonder what's the statute of limitations on that.
0: It's pronounced
2: statute. Okay, Mister Marquette University. <laughs> What, they didn't teach you that at Westfield State? It's Westfield State. Thank you very much.
1: I think we rest our case. You know, you really don't know this area, Dave. I'm trying. Okay, let me make that correction for the future. By the way, Weymouth Police. It's university now. (laughs) Weymouth Police are alerting people to be on the lookout for potential impersonators like you. Nagel. Oh,
0: yeah. hey. man. I'll tell you what, I had no idea. I just didn't. You know for one guy who, who saved, who, who saved a, a Cumberland Farms crime <laughs> right. cell yeah. to all of a sudden impersonating a police officer? I, I don't know what side of the fence you're dealing with. What what does justice look like in your world?
2: I'm like uh, Jaqueline and
1: Hyde. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jekyll. Whatever. <laughs> hey, if you're 18 to 40 years old and healthy, this next story is for you. And it's a serious story. An eight-month-old baby in Springfield is in need of a liver donor. And her mom is calling on the community to help. This kid is just two and a half months old. Layla Cruz is her name. And she's fighting for her life. She suffers from a rare liver disease called biliary atresia. It affects one in 15,000 babies. It's that rare. She's on the Massachusetts transplant list for a donor, for a liver. But finding a match... Very difficult. So, again, if you're 18 to 40 years old and healthy and you have the blood type of O, you could be of real service here.
2: Yeah. uh, uh, Reading this story, what a horrible story that uh, a baby has to suffer through this. But I don't think they need, like, an entire liver. Can't they just take,
1: like, a portion of it? I don't know, Mr. Westfield. State education. Yeah. Uh, how do they deal well, with no, that? Well, d- no, d- c- I'm
2: legitimately <laughs> asking. Like, I don't I like know how I know. To, Like, I think they. I think I. I don't know. I don't either. I don't either. I think they can take a portion of someone's liver, hmm. a healthy one. At I that think end. you might be yeah. right. Uh, you know, and and and. Do something. I don't. I don't know how
0: that whole thing you know, works. I, I'm not sure either. I mean, I, I've known people that have that have needed like uh, you know new livers, new kidneys, and and that kind of thing. Known a couple of people who've gone through you know the process of getting on the list and then eventually getting uh, the organ that they were looking for. And the one thing that that is true of all of this is that there is an astonishingly low number of people mm-hmm. that are willing to donate organs. And and you know yeah. we all have the opportunity to put on your on your driver's license or sign up for that registry sure. and you know what uh it ain't doing you any good uh, at the end of your life if it can save somebody else in this case yeah. uh how old is she eight months uh she is
1: two and a half months two and, and a half months oh my
0: gosh yes. i mean at, at this at this point i mean you'd like to think that there were more options out there yeah. but these but these registries are surprisingly low And, you know, we should be willing to do this. Right. Well, whether it's a full liver or a portion of a liver, Mm -hmm. look, if you
1: have an O blood type and you're healthy and you're between the ages of 18 and 40, you might want to reach out. That's all we're saying. Absolutely. We've got highs of about 50 today with clouds and sun. We've got highs in the 60s tomorrow, probably rain. Coming up next, and now hear this, we noticed something interesting about the new UMass head basketball coach, Frank Martin. We'll get to it in just a few minutes on Rock 102.
0: There is some Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 7.50 and Tom Petty on Rock 102. It's uh, 26 in downtown Springfield.
3: Now hear this. Now hear this.
2: Do you truly hear what I'm saying? Sound off like you got a pair. Want to hear the most annoying
3: sound in the world? Now hear this on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave in the morning.
1: Uh, Clip number one from the new head basketball coach at UMass, Frank Martin. Part of a one-hour press conference yesterday. Here was the new coach.
4: I want you all to understand that life is a big circle. Life is just one big circle. You never know when the circle ends up back to where it started. Bringing him back where he once started to the state of Massachusetts.
0: Now let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. Will it go round in circles? Will it fly high like a bird up in the sky?
1: I don't know, Billy Preston. It might. Good for you for knowing the Preston. Very well, good. Well, and it is his only other hit too. Uh uh no, no, he had other hits. No, 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 I'm saying his only other hit. Uh
0: uh uh nothing from nothing. Nothing
1: from nothing. There you go. I think you also had a um, I think he also had a pretty uh, popular uh, instrumental too like Space something or other space. Uh, yes.
0: And uh, that's the way God planned it. Yeah, another, I love another good one. I loved him in the music, man. <laughs> No, 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 that's a Robert Preston. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you're
2: close. No, you're thinking of the guy who's saying Addicted to Love. No, that's Robert Palmer. <laughs> no, that's the uh, place where...
0: Uh, that, no, that's the, somebody had a bomb threat out there at the steaming tender. That's the town of Palmer. <laughs> all right. Anyway. So, so anyway, uh, Frank Martin, uh, a, a good hire. It is UMass. a good
1: hire. And we noticed something about his voice. Once again, Frank Martin at the press conference.
4: I want you all to understand that Life is a big circle. So he kind of sounds like this guy.
2: We've shocked the world. Minnesota leads the
4: way.
1: Doesn't he sound a
2: little like Jesse the Body
3: Ventura? Frank the
1: Body Martin. Yes. Love this guy. Love him. Clip number two. A new movie coming out. Debuting, hitting theaters May 27th. And you'll know it when I play the trailer. Here we go.
3: Everyone here is the best there is. Who the hell are they going to get to teach us?
4: Captain Pete Maverick
1: Mitchell. You think up there you're dead? Believe me. My dad believed in you. I'm not going to make the same mistake.
0: Jesus. Oh, any fun yet?
1: Citizen Kane. No, you're so close, Bax. Eyes wide shut. No. Rosemary's Baby. No! Risky Business. Ex- uh, exorcist. Think... Think 1980s smash hits. The Color of Money. No. Uh, the Color purple. Purple. <laughs> yes. you know, that's a completely different movie. <laughs> that, of course, is the new Top Gun, Maverick. Oh, yeah. Finally, kind of finally, of
0: finally, the sequel is out. Can I just uh, make a bold statement yes. that uh, many people are just simply not going to believe? I never saw the first Top Gun. I saw I think I saw portions of it. Uh, I I've had my chance to see Top Gun but it's almost now I've, it's been so long that even if you offered the chance for me to watch the Top Gun I would probably refuse and say, "Now nope, it's I've I've gone this long without mm-hmm. it. I'm not going to start now."
1: Uh, by the way, that was back when uh, Kelly McGillis was still pretty hot. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Back and back when she was in, remember in Witness as well. With I
0: did Oh yeah. Oh, hey, yeah. nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, this movie was supposed to come out like what? What, what year was like it? Like three years ago, yeah. Or something and then like of that. course the pandemic yes. pushed it. Why did the pa- if the movie was already done?
0: Why would you wait this long? Because to- the because this is what it boils down mm-hmm. to. It's dollars and cents. Yep. It's if if uh, you know theaters are closed or it's limited release or you have to restrict how many people can be in a theater. This is the kind of blockbuster that they're gonna you know you, if you got like a multiplex of theaters, you have got sixteen theaters in one uh, facility. This is the one that takes up ten screens. Yeah. So uh. that's why they want to. This is a big budget film. They want to recoup their costs. They want to maximize their revenue exactly
1: and i i don't know that's going to happen because as we talked about i think earlier this week movies are dying you know it, we, we the oscars the ceremonies get poor ratings they're not making big budget movies anymore to fit on a big screen they're making them for the small screen
2: now. you know what what's funny when they do these trailers of these movies that mm-hmm. rehash they did it with ghostbusters too when they came out with that uh, that latest ghostbuster story thing mm-hmm. They do the theme song of the movie which they just did, you know, that the the score, mm-hmm. you know, no 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 no, but they do it in that like raindrop piano form. Mm-hmm. So like, "Oh, oh my god." Yeah. It's Maverick. He's mm-hmm. back again. Yeah.
1: I just wanted to point that out. Well, Tom Cruise, obviously, <laughs> Tom Cruise has returned. And oh,
4: good. Thanks he's in God. another
0: big
3: movie coming out. Yeah. I don't know
0: whether we'll watch it or not. These trailers sure know how to sell it, don't
3: mm-hmm. they? Yeah, they do. The ghosts are back, and they're pissed. Ding,
4: <laughs> ding, ding, ding,
3: ding. Yeah, yeah and good. everyone so, in the
0: theater is like, oh my God, oh my I
2: got
3: to see that one.
1: Well, and of course, they're going to have to bring back Kenny Loggins, too, right? If they're going to bring back Top Gun, you got to bring back Danger Zone, right? You got to. Speaking of musical scores. Yeah, you do. They but maybe with the plinky piano instead. I don't know. You
2: could. I See, that
1: would make me go. Watch it. Mm-hmm. Clip number three. Jimmy Fallon on his show last night. Today, CNN officially launched their brand new streaming service, CNN+. Plus. That's right. With CNN+, Plus, you can get news from CNN all day at any time. Or as that's also known, CNN. <laughs> I think we got a new idea for the name of the show here. What? We call it... <laughs> Back, back, back Stephen, Dave, plus, plus.
0: Oh my God, plus maybe,
1: what? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> it's the same thing that they're doing. Can we charge people
2: $4.99 yes. a month for it? Yes. You mean minus? <laughs> okay. Back, Stephen, Dave, minus. I like that. Maybe that's yeah. what we
1: call the weekend best up show. The minus show. Yes. Dave Minus.
2: I like that. It's less than you think. Yeah, much less.
1: Coming up next, we've got the one hundred and two second sports, and then we've got a special guest at about eight oh five. Yeah, we have
2: go okay. No, go ahead. You you no, 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 no,
1: no, no, You no,
2: State
0: Representative Representative Orlando Ramos.
1: Ramos. (laughs) Wow, you guys harmonized
2: that. That was lovely. Electric raids are going through the roof, and uh, Orlando is on the case. I
0: got the chills over here. Never had one lesson. (laughs) It's 7.57 with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. The following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m.
1: It is 8 o'clock on Rock 102. The weather for tomorrow... 60s and rain for today highs of about 50 with a mixture of clouds and sun and the weather is brought to you by aqua pump an expert on all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house here's your 102 second sports on rock 102 starting again with basketball frank martin Officially taking over as the new head basketball coach at UMass introduced at a press conference yesterday.
4: I know the history of men's basketball on this campus. Watching television in the mid-90s as a high school coach and watching the incredible run, the dominance, the enthusiasm, the excitement that existed on this campus every day that, that this team took to court. One of my greatest joys as, as, as a basketball coach is I've gone through my journey as a people I've met because of basketball. I ended up sitting at a table with Julius Irving, and he was the reason I chose basketball instead of football in the mid-'70s.
1: Frank Martin, your new head basketball coach at UMass, saying all the right things. The UConn women's basketball team taken on Stanford Friday at the Target Center in Minneapolis as the women's Final Four begins. In the NBA tonight, the Celtics hosting the Heat at 730. You can catch that game on our sister station, Laser 98.5. Hockey... The Leafs over the Bruins last night, 6-4 to in the AHL. The Thunderbirds are back home this Saturday at the Mass Mutual Center. They'll have former UMass defenseman Matt Kessel with the team for the remainder of the season. In golf, five-time Masters champion Tiger Woods Put in a practice round yesterday at Augusta, about 10 days ahead of this year's Masters. Woods, of course, trying to come back from serious leg and foot injuries. He suffered in that car wreck about 14 months ago. He played 18 yesterday with his son, Charlie, and alongside his good friend and fellow touring pro justin thomas tiger an ex masters champ is listed as a participant in next week's event his golf swing looks pretty good he's just having a hard time walking we'll have to see how that unfolds in football the new england patriots and free agent safety jabril peppers have reached an agreement on a one-year deal that is worth up to five million dollars that's it for your 102 second sports coming up next Robert Kraft, the owner of the Pats, is unhappy. Bax
3: will explain why in his view from the couch on Rock 102. And now, Bax's view from the couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store.
0: Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I don't want anyone to take this the wrong way. But there's a chance the fans of the New England Patriots, like many of you, are spoiled rotten. I'm not saying you're bad people. Those kinds of folks are usually fans of the Dallas Cowboys. I'm just saying that Patriots fans have developed an unhealthy expectation of greatness that, quite frankly, just isn't sustainable. At some point, they're just not going to be that good. And it ain't just you. Robert Kraft has also been swept up in these expectations after 19 consecutive winning seasons, 16 consecutive conference championships, 11 Super Bowl appearances, and 6 championships. How bad is it? Yesterday at the NFL owner's annual meeting, Robert Kraft expressed his alleged frustration with the team and that in the past three seasons especially, the Patriots haven't won a single playoff game. According to Mr. Kraft, quote, I'm a Patriot fan, big time. More than anything, it bothers me that we have been able to win a playoff game in the last three years. He then went on to say, After my family, there's nothing more important to me than the New England Patriots in winning football games. Of course, he said a lot of other things too, but I think we all get the man's drift. And while I can understand how Patriots fans share that frustration, I would like to point out that after six Super Bowl championships, some of you are starting to lose your perspective on things. For example, have you forgotten uh, 1987 through 1993 when the Patriots didn't win a single playoff game because for seven years they weren't in the playoffs? Or do you remember 1964 through 1975 when the Patriots missed the playoffs 12 seasons in a row? Because I certainly do. That's worse than the New York Jets, who currently have the longest active postseason drought in the NFL with 11 straight seasons without a postseason appearance. In fact, there are 18 teams in the NFL that are worse off than the New England Patriots. So no disrespect to Mr. Kraft, but let's keep our pants on over here and uh, keep our frustrations uh, to, uh, to a minimum. Because as bad as they seem, they're really not as bad as they seem. But hey, another my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. The New York Times tested all kinds of gas grills, and they say the Weber Genesis grills are the best ones. Well, you know what? Weber Genesis grills been on sale all month at Rocky's. Get a good deal today and get ready for a delicious summer of grilling with your new Weber from Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch.
3: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic, classic. Rock.
0: 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's uh, 8.10. And Aerosmith with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Yeah.
1: A mixture of sun and clouds today. Highs of about 50 tomorrow. 60s for the highs and
2: rain. Well, if you want to take a ride down to Electric Avenue, it's going to cost you maybe 8% more And <laughs> on the phone. To and and talk. then
0: it'll take you higher. Yeah, that's the, yeah, right. Yeah, there you go. And
2: uh, on the phone with us is uh, State Representative Orlando Ramos. Orlando, good morning. How are you, sir?
5: I'm doing well. Good morning. How are you? Good.
2: Good. I, yep. I did that pretty good with the Ramos, didn't I? It's just not bad. Yeah, i not that impressed.
3: Yeah, I'm
0: right. not that impressed, and neither should you be. Uh, so tell us about what's going on here, because uh, you know Eversource has uh, increased bills, uh, you know, during this uh, this winter months. Now they're looking to do it again, and there's going to be a a meeting that's uh, that's happening. Tell us about what uh, what uh, what uh, was going on here.
5: So the, the issue is that Eversource has not been authorized uh, for a rate hike in the, since 2017. And uh, the question is, and so why are we seeing the, these uh, increases in our bills, right? I mean, we've, I've received over 100 complaints uh, from constituents over the winter months uh, saying that they've seen an increase in their bill. Um, I sent a letter back in August of 2020 to the DPU asking them to investigate uh, an unauthorized rate hike. Um, and I still haven't had an answer um, every source doesn't have an answer. They they claim that well, you know People are using more electricity and, and, and this and that their, their answers just don't make sense to me. I'm not buying it I believe that they've already implemented an unauthorized increase and I'm, re- I'm renewing my call uh, to the DPU and the Attorney General's office to investigate whether or not they've already implemented the, this increase without authorization from the Department of Utilities,
0: And we're not just talking about a, a, a little tiny increase. I mean, you're talking anywhere between six to eight percent. I mean, that's a that's that's significant, especially you know coming off the increase you just had over the last few months.
5: Of course, and again, they 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 claim they did not increase it over the last few months. Um, but they have. We've seen it. We've all seen it in our in our bills. You know, we're not we're not all crazy. We've seen an increase in our utility bill, and EverSource says that they have not increased the rates. Um, I'm not buying it, and that's exactly why I'm calling for an investigation.
0: Yeah, because I don't think they'd buy it if if you as a customer were to say, "Oh, I didn't notice the increase, so I'm just going to pay you what I paid you last year." I don't I don't think they'd buy that. Exactly,
1: Orlando. I'll ask a dumb question here. You said you made a call to the. Massachusetts Department of Public Utilities, the DPU you call it. Now when you call them, do you get a special number to call or do you just get placed on hold like the rest of us would?
5: Well typically what happens is um, every uh, Massachusetts department that, 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 um, that we have you know in, in government, uh, they have a, a designated person uh, who serves as the design um, designated liaison. For uh, for legislators, and so anytime that uh, we have constituent uh, cases, uh, my staff would call directly to the legislative liaison. Um, if I ever need to speak to anyone in in, in any department, I would typically call the um, uh, call the, the the person in charge of that department uh, directly. Gotcha.
0: You know it's interesting, and again, Alanda uh, Ramos on the uh, the phone with State Representative out of out of Springfield. What's really interesting about this whole story is that the person in charge of, uh, of being the spokesperson for Eversource is Priscilla Ress, who is a former uh, reporter for Western Mass News, ABC 40. This is exactly the kind of story that she would have covered yeah. when she was working for ABC 40, getting to the bottom of an outrageous uh, you know, increase of people's uh, utility bills. I think it's ironic that she would be the one who's making statements on, on their behalf.
5: Sure, and, and I, uh, I, I testified before the DPU hearing yesterday, and the first thing that I told them was, I don't appreciate the secrecy around this, this proposal. Um, I learned about this through the media. I learned about this because I got a phone call from one of the media outlets asking me for an interview, and I had no idea that Eversource had, had even uh, requested an increase. Uh, a few hours later, after I received that phone call, I, I got an email from Eversource informing me about the hearing. So I thought that that was uh, that that was intentional. Uh, they were trying to keep it as as quiet as as much as possible. But when they realized that the media was asking questions, that's when they alerted everyone.
2: Now, Orlando, I mean, we we've uh, historically we've seen when EverSource wants to do rate increases, they come up with some ridiculous number. And then they have these like I don't know public outcry hearings or whatever it is to kind of make everybody feel good. And then people voice their opinions. And what they wind up doing was reducing it by half of what they said they were going to do, in order to uh, to appease everybody. Which I think is just a bargaining chip, just like any other any other kind of increase. Uh, their their goal was probably fifteen percent. But they said, you know what, we're going to raise prices by 30%. And then they wind up settling on like 15%. Was there, what happened in the last few months, though, that everybody started getting, it was like a 23 to 25% increase. Was there anything before that that had some kind of meeting or anything? Because I didn't remember hearing about that. The only time I heard about it was when I opened the bill and saw the sticker shock like everybody else.
5: Well, again, they're denying that there was an increase. They're saying that they, ne- they never implemented an increase, and they were never authorized to implement an increase. Um, they need approval from the Department of Utilities, and they haven't given them approval for an increase since 2017. So there's a hearing tomorrow, um, a virtual hearing, and I've shared the link on my social media page. I hope everyone shares it. Um, anyone who would like to testify about that increase is welcome to come to that hearing. It's uh tomorrow. Uh, Thursday at 6 p.m. and um, and testify that we've already seen an increase in our bill and we need answers. We want answers. We want an investigation into Eversource as to whether or not they've implemented this increase and why are we seeing this increase in our bills. Um, the other thing that I've done is i provided a, an in-person location at the raymond Jordy Senior Center tomorrow for 6 p.m. for those residents who mm. want to view the hearing on the screen and, and testify in person. Um, at a physical location, uh, particularly for those who, who are unable to access the internet or the Zoom, uh, we want to have a physical location for people to go.
0: This is uh, State Rep. Orlando, Ram- Orlando Ramos on the phone. It's, you know, it, it, it just reminds me many years ago when they switched out the meters uh, to re- so that you know the, the utilities could go and and uh, and read these things remotely. And you know, it incre- and, and and they and at the time they said, "Well, this won't have any effect on people's bills." But what it did do is, prior to doing this, a lot of the bills were were based on estimates of usage as opposed to actual usage. And so, you know, it it really wound up being a, a bunch of rhetoric. That the the idea of of actually going you know house to house to assess how much usage you had was a way of basically doing just that. They could say and i can totally see them doing this no we didn't increase anyone's bill these just are a correction of uh, of our you know from our previous estimates and i can see them doing that because you know of course they couldn't justify two rating two rate increases in a in a in a calendar year but they could potentially try something that says oh no this is just a a correction in our billing
5: yeah and that's what i want to get to the bottom of um, you know, I'm asking the attorney general's office to investigate whether that's the case or whether it's something else, um, because, like I said, there there has been some sort of increase, even though they're denying it. We've all seen it in our bills. So um, I'm hopeful that the Department of Utilities will hold off on uh, voting on this uh, rate increase until there is an investigation completed. I'm also uh, I would also ask Eversource to explain to everyone whether or not they've exhausted all of their other. Uh, options, right? Because it seems that anytime they need more revenue, they go directly to the customer to the consumer. Um, I don't know that they've explored other options. You know, have they uh, Have they looked for federal funding? Have they looked at grants? Have they looked at cost-cutting within their organization? You know, open up your books and let's take a look at who's getting paid what and where the money's going. And then we'll figure out whether or not there is a need for an increase.
0: The, uh, the second meeting, as you said, is uh, tomorrow night, 6 o'clock. It's virtual. You can uh, go on Orlando's uh, social media. I believe the the Eversource website also has uh, information about that meeting. Best of luck tomorrow night, because uh, it'll be really interesting to see what happens.
5: Thank you. Appreciate
0: it. Thanks, Orlando. State Representative Orlando Ramos with Back Steve and Dave and Rock 102.
1: Rock 102, Bon Jovi and Back Steve and Dave and somebody with a really high voice in there. I don't know. It was... That's some
0: backup singer or something. No, that's uh, that's that's John himself. Is that right? Yes. Wow, he oh, can
1: he hit him, could. man. Or what well, he could at one point. He's I think he turned sixty last week.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, well I'm glad, there you go. Uh, glad we're still supporting his dead end career by <laughs> playing his music eight times hey, a day.
1: He, I think his career. I think he still sells out pretty big arenas. Actually, believe it or
0: not. No, he's hey, listen. The, the man's doing fine. He can uh, he can pay his bills. Yeah, everything is. Well, uh, Everything is good. Well, plus he has his own line of wine that he pushes, too. He used to have a house right here in East Longmeadow. He used to uh, go get pancakes at Romito's. Yeah, that's right. it was, no, it was a French toast. A French toast. Hmm. Actually, that was just a rumor that was unfounded that uh, people believed that he was living in East Longmeadow, when in fact- Really? I think the only time he's been here is he may have driven through the rotary and then quickly got out and well, got out of town. Didn't <laughs> one of his
2: kids go to like Wilbraham Munson or something like that?
0: Yeah, something yeah. like that. Well, and then I think maybe the same kid went to Hamilton College in Central New York, and that kid had some issues. I, you know, I listen, uh, you know who's. Who's the point fingers? Hey, listen, everyone has a, a project they want to do around the house. I do. You do. think you do as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rock102 wants to help you get your project done with Pick Your Project, brought to you by Dave Minor Exterior Home Improvements. You could win $2,500 in cash, which you could use towards things like uh, putting some relaxation into your summer with 21st Century pools and spas, lumber for your building project from Hampshire, uh, lumber, repairs to your well or putting a water treatment system in your house. By an aqua pump or a tree care or removal from DLNG tree. And if you want to win the 2500 bucks, very simple. You just go to Rock 102 starting on April 4th. That's uh, next week. You sign up one winner chosen at random. It's Pick Your Project brought to you by Dave Minor Exterior Home Improvements. You can visit them at com and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. What you got?
1: I oh, don't got nothing. What do you what do you got? Well, oh, hey,
2: coming up uh, at 8:45, we're going to be talking to uh, Brandy Sullivan from UMass Dining. It's the UMass uh, dash and dine where you where you run and then you eat as much as you want, nice. and it all
0: benefits the Amherst Survival Center. I I would run right to lunch. I would skip the 5K yeah. part of it and just go just go eat. Well, I don't think you can do that. Can you? Well, we'll find out. Yeah, in we'll a little find while. Out. Well,
1: and who provides the food? Is it like is it outdoor dining or is it like you you you, you after you run you go to a place and you eat? How you go to the w- UMass dining hall. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah we'll talk more nice. about it. It's
2: uh, it's actually a world renowned is the UMass dining. Hall. They've actually honest. got some
0: of the best college
2: food in really? America. Really? At UMass? Wow! Yeah,
0: and you know if you've ever. If you've ever been to college, you know some uh, the kind of industrial slop that some kinds of uh, universities and colleges I, are, uh, are known for. I can vouch for that. Even though Wesleyan was a fine college academically, the food <sighs> was
1: horrible.
0: Marquette was terrible. Absolutely abysmal. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we'll talk to... Uh, they brand a little bit later on. How was the food at Westfield State? It wasn't bad. They had uh, a variety
2: of things, but mm-hmm. then I went a few years ago because the same company now runs the uh, that runs UMass, runs mm. Westfield, and oh. they got like sushi chefs wow. and things yeah. like that. It's Mar- pretty impressive.
0: Marquette had a great variety, too. We had yeah. botulism, salmonella, I believe listeria, and E. coli. How we many did you have?
2: All four. Nice. Twice. I think I got that from Minichok High School. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: 829. News is next. The Rock 102. Now here's your Western Mass News first one 832 Back, Stephen, Dave on Rock 102. It's time for news, and here is Dave Coombs. So the latest
1: on the Ukraine and Russia. The bombing is continuing, even though supposedly the peace talks are ongoing. And here was an interesting incident. A guy named Roman Abramovich, a Russian business leader, apparently took a handwritten note from UK President Vladimir Zelensky and handed it to Vladimir Putin. On the note, from Zelensky to Putin was a plea for peace. Putin rejected it with this quote. Tell
0: them I'll thrash them. Wouldn't it be crazy if you found out uh, those notes was one of those uh, th- those little things you folded up and you 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 you, you, you move what, what, are, they, what the are fortune this, teller one of the fortune said, teller things oh. you had to lift the flap up. Yeah. And, and and wouldn't that be crazy? You found out that's what the note was all about. There was always some girl in uh, sixth grade who was really good at that. By the way, yeah, you I, don't, know? I was, my kid makes those.
1: Yeah, w- really? Yeah, yeah.
0: Wow. I could never fold that way.
1: I could I could fold an airplane, a paper airplane. I could handle that. But that that thing was that contraption was so. Yeah, I like, don't know why uh, those aren't
0: used more in international diplomacy. Sure. Origami uh, fortune
1: tellers. Is that what it
0: is? I'd yeah, think
1: something right. like that. Yeah. Well, that you could use that. You could also use rock paper scissors in
0: uh, international what do- do- you negotiate. Could, no, what, that's the craziest thing I ever heard. I don't at know. Least, I'm I'm bringing up real legitimate uh, (laughs) diplomatic uh, tactics. I guess.
1: (laughs) You don't know anything
0: about diplomacy. Shooting
1: fingers, maybe? How about that? (laughs) All
0: right. right, Listen, if that's the way you want the new world order to look like, I guess that's your business. Like uh, finger
2: bang, 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 (laughs) bang. Yes.
1: (laughs) You're a finger bang? Yes. Bang, bang, bang. Without any real ammo. I know. That's the way to go. go. We we could solve the world's (laughs) problems right here on this show. Well...
2: Not by 10 o'clock, we don't. (laughs) Did you ever do a finger bang, Bex? You ever get a finger bang?
0: Well, yes, uh, but I think that's a little personal. Joel
1: Batista Vieira is 42. He was arrested in connection to the fire that destroyed Wintiki, a Webster Chinese restaurant. This according to Webster Police. The 42-year-old Webster man arraigned... In Dudley District Court on several charges relating to a string of break-ins at other businesses in the area. Not just the Chinese restaurant, but a Mexican restaurant, a pizza joint, and a gas station near the Wind Tiki. Have, have we ever been to the Wind Tiki? I know it's a little bit of a drive
0: to get to I, 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 I don't Webster. Go to, I can't remember the last time I drove through Dudley. And Webster? And Webster, hmm.
2: you ever been in Dudley before? Never been in Dudley. <laughs> I usually Dudley. go straight from Dudley into Yarmouth. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Direct and directly back to Athol. I, I was going to say. I thought you always went to Athol first. No, no, no. I always go to the Athol last. <laughs> you need protection, by the way, Abs- if you're
1: going to make that trip. Well, Dennis has seen a lot of people in there. <laughs> we had a couple of situations this week at airports locally. Uh, Bradley apparently had a security breach. But don't worry, nothing got damaged, and whoever it was that tried to damage that data apparently did not succeed. Authorities have cleaned that whole matter up. But it is scary, nonetheless, mm-hmm. to think about a data breach at an airport like that. And a 10-inch butcher knife was found in a baby car seat at Logan Airport this week. Mass State Police responded to the discovery and confiscated that knife. Crazy. Hey, the... The TSA does their job. I think, for the most part, you got to hand it to the folks that are in charge of security yeah, but, at airports. You
0: know, cutlery in a uh, in a car seat—that usually it's uh, usually kind of a red flag for the TSA, isn't it? Well, I, I mean, that was something that was
2: obvious. It's all those other things that they miss. You know, when they do those, like uh, we're doing these surprise inspections, and they send like mm-hmm. undercover TSA people in sure. to see what they miss, and it's right. like guns and drugs and everything else. Good stuff.
1: Uh, speaking of missing stuff, they're apparently missing the whole problem at the Roderick L. Ireland Courthouse. The Executive Office of Labor and Workforce Development refusing to send its workplace safety inspectors to the courthouse. They say it doesn't meet the, quote, criteria for an intervention.
5: Really? Oh, yes. Right. That's
0: I, interesting. Would think th- I would think this would be screaming uh, intervention. Yeah. And it's very frustrating for the union representing the
1: 200 or so clerical workers assigned to the complex. And they're still there. People are still working. They're still exposed hmm. to the mold on a daily
0: basis. So uh, what's uh, what's their threshold? How many people have to die or get sick as a result of, uh, of uh, contamination before they start to notice? It's a very good question,
1: Bax. But they do say, according to the Massachusetts Trial Court and Division of Capital Asset Management and Maintenance, there's a title. They're making sufficient efforts to address the suspected health hazards. They won't detail exactly what those efforts are, but they're being made. Yeah, just uh, some people dying and other people
2: getting severely ill. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Nothing going on at this place. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Everyone seems to be alive today. Big news yesterday at UMass where they hired the new basketball coach and trotted him out at a one-hour press conference Frank Martin, we've covered a bunch of angles on this, but but not this one. He told an interesting story and a very smart story to tell during his one-hour press conference about his connections to the Bay State. Here's new UMass head basketball coach Frank Martin.
4: In my first recruiting job at Northeastern University in in the Commonwealth, in an area that I didn't know a whole lot of folks back then, uh, I identified a UMass record holder to be my first recruit. I identified an Atlantic mm-hmm. 10 champion to be my first recruit. And little did I know that that person was gonna uh, become my best friend, the mother of my children, and the, most res- the person I respect the most in my walk of life, and that's my, my incredible wife, Anya Forrest Martin.
0: Smart guy there, Frank Martin. He is. To so bring that up, right? Oh, no, yeah. Because, you know, the, the drive home will be a whole lot easier doing it that way than if you said, why didn't you mention me in your little speech, Frank? And, you and Frank would like, I don't know, honey, I'm sorry. <laughs> Frank, uh, Frank knocked it out of the park yesterday. So, yeah. Nicely done, coach. In every aspect, by the way.
1: From that story to everything else that he mentioned, including his love of Julius Irving, even though that was kind of met with a little skepticism since Irving, while he was a UMass guy, was not a Celtic guy. As we all know, he was a 76ers player. He
0: was still a a, a bright light in UMass basketball at a time when it was not so bright.
1: Mm -hmm. Also, congratulations to the new Miss Massachusetts Supermodel Supreme. That's the title that Bella Kelly... Recently took home. Isabella Kelly is 17. She's from Westfield, but goes to a private school in Newton. And she recently got that crown for that beauty pageant in the ages 17 to 19 at the East Coast USA pageant in Danvers. She's now qualified for the national pageant in New Jersey. You
2: know, we, uh, again, uh, congratulations to yeah, this young lady, right. a local girl, yeah. uh, especially with some of her challenges that she's had. That Dislex, she dyslexia. She didn't think she would uh, right. she would win that, so uh, good for her. But uh, And not to disparage any of that, but uh, it does sound like a Taco Bell-type supermodel contest.
1: The Miss Massachusetts Supermodel Supreme. Does it come with a gordita? I don't know. I've not tried the gordita
0: yet, by the way, and I'm a Taco Bell <sighs> fan. What about a chalupa? why are you guys doing this to me what well because a couple hours ago you know i was all fixated on those uh those delicious entaman donuts and now mm-hmm. i'm making you hungry for a gordita all now right. you make me hungry for a gordita mm-hmm. you know why i'll tell you why this is exactly what's going on i've tr- for the last three days what's today wednesday last mm-hmm. three days mm-hmm. i've been uh trying the intermittent fasting oh yeah that's effective <sighs>
2: How's that working out for
0: you? Well, right now I haven't eaten since my last meal. Yeah, let's which starve my hours so, ago. Yeah,
2: what time was that?
0: Eight o'clock at night. Night seven o'clock at night. Last night was a little bit late, so it was like around like six forty-five, seven o'clock. So you're so supposed it, to go
1: at eight hours fasting. Is six, that what that is? Eight yeah, hours? Yeah,
0: right. No, so it's sixteen it, it's hours. Si- yeah, it's sixteen, and then you oh. got like a then you got like a window to chow down. Gotcha. And uh, I'm at the point now where I'm probably like a, like two hours away mm-hmm. from being able to let her rip. But uh, so, you know, like right now, you bring up like a Taco Bell or, you know, Entenmann snack cakes, and then we're going to talk to a woman about a, a, a 5K <laughs> and lunch. A buffet lunch. I, I'm, I'm so hungry I could eat a shoe.
2: Yeah, I, the whole starving yourself thing, I know it, uh, I guess it works, but
0: 16 hours without anything to eat? I know. Can you have coffee? Black. I'm drinking black coffee and water in the morning. In the morning, and that's fine. I can drink black coffee. Got no problem with black coffee, but it's like it ain't filling me up right now.
2: Well, you, I think you need to uh, you need to reevaluate this whole fasting thing.
1: Well, and before we get to the next guest, all about that big meal at the mm-hmm. UMass dining hall, right? Which sounds delicious, Bax, doesn't it? <sighs> Oh,
0: I see what you're doing there. Yeah, you're tr- you're trying yeah. to use your uh, predilection for cruelty in order to make your
2: point. Uh, Dave, you know, uh, hmm? there's some uh, there's some free donuts upstairs, really, in the, uh, in the uh, conference uh, room. What, I think oh, you and I not, could enjoy nice, that. Nice. What very kind much. of
1: donuts are they, Steve? You know, describe them passage.
2: for me. Oh, they're uh, they're donut dip donuts. They're oh, the, uh, come all, on. Yeah, with the uh, <laughs> frosting all over, oh, them, just dripping geez. down the side. Uh, and uh, oh, hey, man. you know what? I think you want to go for
1: breakfast after this. too? I think we can go down to the conference room over here. I think our vending machine upstairs just added tenderloin, too. Oh, you like, ooh, rat t- bastards.
0: T- listen to you. All you can do oh. is shove it in my face.
2: <laughs> All right, listen. I was on your team until you mentioned meat from a vending machine. I'm
0: not really
3: sure.
2: That's,
0: that's. At this point, if they had rancid meat in yeah. that machine, I'd, I'd rip right through it. Have you seen the guy that stock that thing? I don't think you want to touch
2: the meat out of that machine. <laughs> Says the guy <laughs> who
1: proudly talks about visiting Athol. Okay. Well, whatever. That, that's an easier taste to get out of your mouth. <laughs> Hey, let's calm down for just a moment. Before we get to that guest, this is worth repeating one more time, and it's a serious story. It's an eight-month-old baby in Springfield in need of a liver donor. Now, they're looking for somebody with blood type O who is 18 to 40 years old and healthy to help young Layla Cruz. In a fight for her life, she suffers from a rare liver disease called biliary artresia. It affects only one in 15,000 babies. She's on the Massachusetts transplant list for a donor – for liver, but she needs help.
2: And we talked about this, uh, I believe, last hour, yeah. and uh, we got some insight um, that it, you can just take a piece of a healthy liver right. and regenerate it. It's, yeah. it's pretty amazing what medical science can do. So uh, you know, listen. If you're out there and you got a healthy liver, uh, this might be something you consider. They don't need to take
0: right. the whole thing. You're the, still boy walking around living. There's a there's a woman who called us, and she's a uh, she's a living donor. And mm-hmm. I know a couple other people that do this. I yep. know uh, one guy uh, who's done it multiple times for a lot of different things. Yeah, I think
1: this woman's name was Patty
0: yeah and uh you know it's the kind of thing where you know even people who you know don't feel comfortable donating you know organs after mm-hmm. uh, uh, after they've died you know the fact of the matter is there are people whose lives are dependent on having liver having you know organs available right organs and 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 all kinds of different things sure and it would be a shame to deny them the the uh, the right to obtain what they need to live so if you're, if you're not registered, uh, do it because you you, you you could easily save a life by doing it. And in this particular circumstance, again, blood
1: type O, healthy between the ages of 18 and 40. And our guest coming up, Steve?
2: Uh, yeah, uh, Brandy Sullivan from UMass Dining uh, will be here to talk all about the UMass di- or Dash and Dine. Dine and Dash is what I do when yeah,
1: I go to Friendly. This, <laughs> just Dine and Dine. Dine and Dash. That's, the that's, what way we, around. that's what we normally no.
0: use. That's coming up in a few minutes. It's 844 Rock 102. Do you promise to love? All- rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 850. And Eric Clapton with Back Stephen Dave in Rock 102. Hey, before we get to our guest quickly,
1: uh, one of the actors from The Sopranos passed away. It's just in this morning. Paul Herman passed away yesterday on his 76th birthday. He was known as Peter Beansy Gaeta. Beansy. He was the heroin dealer turned pizza shop and club owner.
2: What a great segue Yeah, to talk boy.
1: about.
0: Uh, Woo. Be- Beansy got his uh, butt kicked in the very first episode, if, I, if I'm if uh, i not mistaken. Right? Yes, yeah. I believe so.
2: You know, there's nothing I like more than uh, running 3.2 miles and then stuffing my face full of burgers and pizza and spaghetti and sushi. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just do the latter part? In the, uh, in the studio with us is uh, Brandy Sullivan from UMass Dining. Good morning, Brandy. How are you?
6: Good morning. Thanks for having me. And so- we
2: got the Dash and
0: Dine coming up.
2: Right? Yes,
6: it is Dash and Dine, not Dine,
2: not and, Dine Dash. and
6: Dash. Yeah,
0: that's something that every college student in America tries to do. Mm-hmm.
6: <laughs> Feel free to observe it that way, but I do encourage you to run the race. It's an AKC-certified um, race, um, so we're excited to host the 11th annual 5K Dash and Dine on Saturday, April 9th. Um, this event is open to both students and the community with the goal to raise funds for Amherst Survival Center.
0: Now the cool part about it is this is like a whole family event. I mean, it's not just uh, you know runners that can go. It's like everybody can go and participate in this.
6: Yes, absolutely. So registration begins at 9 a.m. and then we have a fun run for children eight and under at starting at 10, and then the actual race will start at 11.
2: I used to beat those eight-year-olds every sure. year yeah. going there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so I'm so much faster than that little eight-year-old. Really? Kid. Oh yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah. I would start before the gun went off, and then I would just <laughs> sit there. Ah!
1: You probably also stole their food at the dine portion of the event right. as well. Oh, I yeah, can see I that. that too. Uh, and,
0: yeah. we, and we should talk about this because we mentioned it earlier uh, today. UMass, when you talk about dining at UMass, UMass is known for having some of the best food of any campus in America. I mean, it that
6: is we are award-winning um, number one campus dining nationally. Um, five years in a row so we're excited to share that which is which is
0: amazing to me because you know when I went to college that food was a straight up trash and so (laughs) when you hear about a a college campus taking Mm it you know seriously and providing things for students that you know they may uh, they might actually want to eat uh it's it's fantastic it's it's unbelievable
6: healthy dining for sure um is encouraged there is pizza and um burgers and such but Definitely, the the nutrition selection is. Wait, pizza end. can be healthy, can't it? I mean, yeah, sure, yeah. of
0: course it can. You could put a you could put a a, a vegetable
6: yes. on there. Yes. Sure.
2: Wait, well, you take a you, uh, you take a veggie pizza and yep. then you just pour butter all over the top. Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe that. some gravy. Sure. Uh, yeah, you can make Talibon. it nice and healthy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's very good for after a long run. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, I mean, but but uh, as far as the food that be provided uh, there after the run, what uh, what can people expect?
6: So we have continuous dining um, at UMass. So we are open seven am to midnight. Um, this, however, will be lunch served, but feel free to hang out. It's all you care to eat. Um, national uh, sustainable nutrition is our is our goal. Um, so we're it's a a great opportunity to um, get a taste of our community.
0: Yeah. Now you also mentioned the uh, the Amherst Survival Center. Tell us about uh, what they do.
6: So they're they're an outreach um, to community. They uh, actually help uh, food insecurity on campus. Um, Some of our students on and off campus still struggle, um, as we all do as a community. Um, So it is an outreach. You can get um, health care, different, there's a food pantry. You can enjoy a meal. There's child care. So there's a lot of resources and support for Amherst Survival Center. So we are excited to um, continue to, to be able to reach out with them and partner to to help in that area.
0: This is uh Brandy Sullivan from uh, from UMass Dining. Just so so people know where to uh, to sign up. Could you have, I you assume you have to sign up to run?
6: You do. So registration is open www.runumass.com um, is open, so please please show up. Yeah, that yeah.
2: would show up. But, uh, yeah, I've, I did it a few years, and then uh, they changed the route. Did they change the route again, or is it the same route? It's the that... same
6: route certified for the last four years. Okay, because
2: the first one was a heck of a lot easier than the second <laughs> yeah, time when they changed now. it. And they're like, you know
6: what? Well, let's
2: add more of the hilly part. Well, maybe you're just wearing too. the same kind of shape you were at the first year. Yeah, that's probably why. Well, I'm a shape. I'm not <laughs> no, in like shape. Ge- yeah. Geometric yeah. shape, yeah. sure. Yeah. But, uh, no, we, we appreciate the time, Brandy, and uh, we encourage everybody to sign up, uh, runumass.com, and uh, coming up on April 9th. So, there you go.
6: Thank you. Thank
0: Thank you. Absolutely. It's uh, 855 with back, Steve, and Dave on Rock 102. <laughs>
2: Bracket busted. You could still be chosen at random to win a $200 gift certificate to Geo's Pizzeria in Hamden. Pizza the way you like it. It's Rock 102's Bracket Brawl. Presented by the new Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, Geo's Pizzeria, and Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. You know, there are some things around my home that I can do all by myself. Like uh, change a light bulb or clean a dryer vent. But when it comes to, like, uh, the water pump leaking in the basement... It's not a good idea to use that as-seen-on-TV tape for repairs. No. What you need to do is call the experts, and AquaPump are the experts. On all water supply systems, they install, service, and repair well pumps and tanks for all wells and carry a complete line of submersible and jet pumps, water filters, and supplies. They also specialize in treating contaminated water, and they don't use the as-seen-on-TV tape to pass-